One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.
may not be able to get in on the hurling action like we're used to, but we can get in on some exclusive offers from Renault. To celebrate their third year as official car partner of the GAA, Renault is offering a range of special offers exclusive to all GAA club members. So now you can take home the win right to your door. Check out Renault.ie slash GAA to find out more. With Renault, official car partner of the GAA, taking the passion of a nation to a whole new gear. A grain of rice. A grain of rice. Want to tip the scale. Just remember that, lad. There's a small bit of a needle there. Now come on, Mayor, you've got to get Andy Moran into the game. Our mission was to show. Our mission was to show. That we're no longer the whipping boys of Munster. Um, you're welcome to the home of Hurling, the Theatre of Dreams. <laughs> um, no, but um, TJ's not too happy with that, but uh, how are y'all folks? Different show tonight, uh, live. So we have to be a bit more careful, but um, we're good at that. We're good at that. Um, we have a great panel for you, lads. Uh, we have the two Latticos, as usual, uh, but we also have the Glen Rovers legend, <laughs> Shawnee McGrath. Shawnee, how are you? I'm good, Dale. How are you, boy? I'm all right. Uh, a lot of people would think, Shawnee, that we'd be enemies on the field yeah. and off the field. Yeah. We were actually mates on the field and off the field, weren't we? <laughs> we didn't have a great start. We didn't have a great start. I went into Frank Lowen, I was in there for 30 seconds, and Lowen said, or sorry, Delo says, look after that little whore inside there. <laughs> <laughs> and I says, five for two bonus brass, you come in there, Delo, I thought you were back. <laughs> well, then we were putting on all sorts of bets about who would get more pints and your pints are worth more than mine. And do you know what? The people are, are mad, Johnny. You know, I remember being on a holiday then later on in the year, yeah. one of the years, 98, with Clarecastle. Some fella came up to me and said, your son, Tramp, like, or whatever, what you said to Shani McGrath, like, you know. Yeah. And I said, you know Shani McGrath, like, yeah. he said, uh, I do, I know him personally, like. Yeah. And a club in North Cork, like. I said, will you ring him when you go home and just yeah. ask him, do I ever say anything nasty to him or anything like that? It was usually a bit of crack and a bit of banter. And we wound up getting you married in Clare and all that. Then. <laughs> so, so it was all good. The girl from the That's it, that's it. Uh, how are you, lads? Good, Dillo. TJ, you're nice and calm looking there, Nice and right? calm, yeah, yeah. Um, Sure, it's a great week, as you said about the banter there. I heard Richie Bennis there during the week on about the GAA and the banter and how unique it is because it's so local and it's so community-based and you all know the guy playing for your club and the fact that it's, I suppose, Limerick and Cork going to Dublin, it's something really different. And I suppose those border places that you're going to talk about in a while, you know, the crack is really good. Nothing too over-the-top. Yeah. But just real good banter and just... I suppose if it wasn't the times that were in it, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on, to be ferocious, like, around... I, like, I will say today now, it's probably at my leisure a little bit, obviously, knowing we to be on the ball tonight and things, but I said I'd take my time now. It's the longest drive to Cork I ever had. We had a few long drives home now, after <laughs> being tipped down there. <laughs> Stuck in traffic, like, and stuff. But um, I, I said I'd, I'd go into Limerick City, first of all. In, uh, oh, back out the old Cork Road and even though the, mo- the road was trying to bring me back onto the motorway about three times I said I'm going into my old spar- sparring partners the well and like oh, the no colour there yeah. and then on down Charleville mm-hmm. and like every business person in Charleville is on the ball I tell you because none of them have a Cork flag out 
or a Limerick flag out. They had both, both out. And that's the banter there. That's, the, that, that's what makes the GEA. And it's been a magic week for the GEA, like whether it was Mayo basically kicking things off or basically the whole Dignan story getting involved in county chairmanship and then the whole Shane Lowry getting involved in sponsorship. And there's nearly a message there. And even the Mead ladies kind of kicking on and they, I know they beat Cork. You right? weren't going to mention the Cork 20s. No, I weren't going to mention the Cork 20s. I'll get to that. Yeah, but moving on, but, yeah, yeah. but the, uh, the whole good feel factor about the GEA in all facets and there's something there for every club and maybe every county all over the country and what happened I think in the last week. So that's kind of the romance that is kind of us entrenched in this GEA piece for a long, long time and uh, that's where the banter is and that's why I, I'm in I, between the two of these. Are you slightly <laughs> concerned maybe TJ that it might be the empire might be starting to fall? I'd always be concerned. Do you know? Macro, I'd like to see we, the way two of us happen to be in the centre here we'll tonight. Get, like, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get to that. You said that were always wingmen. You were always central characters. You had a bit of pace. You had a break between Fergie McCormick and McMahon and see who's on to test and let himself know on that เวลาเราเซฟเบรกกับแบตเลเวอร์ไปเลยเนี่ยเซฟกันเอาไปจะต้องไปพูดฮะเล่นอันดับสตรีกก็ได้ครับเล่นอันดับสตรีกก็ได
arguably Mark one of the best cock players definitely in my lifetime that I've seen obviously I never saw a ring but mm. from the players I've seen he's up there with Jimmy Barry and all those greats and it will be marvellous if he gets over the line irrespective of the result he'll still have that tag of being a great player but just to put the medal with it would be special yeah, yeah. it would, yeah. It, would. Yeah. Yeah. it is Mark it, it, like it's a mad week like and you've experienced it once as captain <laughs> like but um in never stop telling either. <laughs> <laughs> Once is enough there. Like, yeah. I don't know how you manage it twice. But like, the whole week coming into it is a challenge. Maybe it's a little bit easier on the players this year because of the whole COVID thing. I mean, a small bit. Like, there's yeah. less hype and there's yeah. less people encouraged to go places. Like, God almighty, when there was an open training session back in our day, lads. Should, what? There was demented, yeah. like. Yeah, I said, look, um, I suppose in my situation in 99, Anthony, um, I had a different lead up, I suppose, to a lot of captains and so far that um, I tore my cartilage kind of three and a half weeks before the All-Ireland final playing with the McKillie down in Kilworth against Newtown Chandram. And um, I said, I had a significant race against time and I can thank, I suppose, Dr. Con Murphy, number one, who was on holidays in Kerry. I rang him after the match, I said, I'm in trouble. He says, what do you think is wrong? I said, look, I've had, I had a crucian, two cartilages already. So I said, I had a fair idea. I said, I think my cartilage is gone. So he said, come down straight away in the morning. He said, and um, I'll see what I can do. And um, so I waited below in the hotel. And uh, 19 phone calls later, he said, I'm out to get the doctor. I said, I've never dealt with him before in my life, but he will operate on you on Monday morning. So I got the cartilage out. And I suppose it was a race against time then. And... Um, I must say the county board, Frank Murphy in particular, was very um, accommodating because I stayed with uh, Liam O'Reilly and his, um, his wife and kids for, I suppose, the boat born to 19, 20 days, full Tough time. Tough Liam O'Reilly and his wife and kids. You stop eating, Matt, because you're not training. <laughs> But um, get and more I, milk which is got to the shop and the funny thing about it was that I was very fit at that stage and I lost 7 pounds in 6 days so it just shows you that was my first introduction I suppose to professional training Hi, that we were up at half at 6 every morning with Riley on the massage table did a set of weights and then went cycling so Liam wasn't the it, fella from Bagatelle well, no, different, different, different more yeah. yeah. The I thought for a minute you were in Dublin, <laughs> no, law, getting ready no. for the speech, which we'll never forget, obviously. <laughs> but um, but I, 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 look, so just the lead up to it, I, I had. Yeah, you were I'd, distracted, of course. Like that was great. I actually didn't know what was going on to be honest with training at all. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy Barry Murphy's relation, Jimmy's, was also helping me out in the hospital. So, but I, I must say one thing that that did happen to me is that, um, you know, I was. Uh, two selectors arrived at the door one morning at 7 o'clock, unannounced. 7 o'clock in the morning? Unannounced, unannounced. And that was, um, that was I suppose, my fitness test. Is because I had been telling the lads all along what was going on. And two of them appeared at the door. And I was on the table and we just wanted to know what's going on. Yeah, he's going out for a 25-mile cycle about 10 minutes time. Hop in the car with me and we're going. And the two selectors sat in for the 25 miles. And we put them through it like I was put through it. And I think that was kind of, that was my fitness test that day. And the boy said, OK, I come to the train on Thursday night. I train on Thursday night. You remember that story, Shadi, with the, the, um, the parachute oh, in the back? Remember that? <laughs> 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 Thursday night for yeah. the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I togged out here on Thursday night, did a bit of training. Do you want to be a good, strong parachute now? I wouldn't care to be falling out of the <laughs> 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 I wouldn't be jumping out with 20 <laughs> 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 
So, that, so I was away from the whole thing, and I must say, um, when you were slagging me the other night, I think when really in the years was on, or somebody was slagging me that when I came out from the tunnel, there was no team behind me. I even stopped looking around to see the rest of them coming. But I was as relaxed as I ever was going into a match, I must say. I had no pressure whatsoever. And I remember Pat O'Connor was reffing the game like just yesterday. He was as white as a ghost when we went up to flick the coin. And um, Good ref. David, um, Good man, ref. Bourne, Damien Byrne was um, the Kilkenny um, um, captain. He was fairly pale as well. And I remember Pat's handshake when he threw up the coin. His handshake was a pet. Don't worry about it. It is when you know the game, bye. And he says, which way? I won the toss. He said, which way do you want to play? I don't know, so I want to play against the breeze, whichever way that's going. I said, so I went down and picked up with the grass, threw it up, it was going that way. So I said, we'll get away. And Jesus, that was, there was me in the pouring rain, sitting in the Cusack, like, <laughs> thinking it was me, should have been going up for the toss, like, by <laughs> right. Catching the mustard. Yeah, yeah, or I wouldn't mind going up to meet him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have sent Cusack out to meet you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's, that, that's a great memory from that year. I suppose we told it in the pod before, but it was... One of the greatest shocks, like we, like we had it over you for a couple of years, yeah. Shani, you, you'll remember, yeah. TJ, you'd know, we were probably, we were fighting out Munster, like, yeah. for yeah. the middle part of the decade, let's say, and uh, this Cork team, we'd beat them in 98, like we decided, who are these young fellas, like, we, mm, we, like, we kind of bullied them in, in, in some ways, yeah. and yeah. in 99, we lined up for the parade anyway, and I, I don't know, was it your 49th Munster or your 48, but he was shouting across, yeah. we've 48 of them, they have six, yeah. And I'm like, what's this about? Like, this person's supposed to be challenging me here today at all. But you know what? It set the tone for the day. It did. I, I, I it think did, Landers yeah. had a role to possibly play in that as well. I'm sure he had three weeks on Google. He was, he was, he, was had, no a, he had a video, video montage put together inside in Dundrum House Landers. Come on, come up with it. Come on, and, tell us and, all the and, truth. And though. Mr. Daly featured very prevalent. Did I? Oh, you didn't buy <laughs> You would have gone on Myself and yourself <laughs> laughing. Front and centre. Front and centre. Oh, man. And here we are, like. TJ, I was going to say, just at that point. watch out for him, I'm telling you. I was going to say, are we going to hear that again? We've 30 of them. They have nine. <laughs> I'm saying, is, is, is that going to be going to be mentioned over the weekend? I'd say young Collins is more stable, is he? The Cusick, that day, no, I like Cusick. Cusick was wild. Yeah. Right. He was wild. But I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, the man in front of him did. Yeah. <laughs> I give Mark Ian his due in fairness. He was a great captain. No, no different to yourself, Taylor. And he showed us a video in Dundrum before the game. Do you know you go to the hotel? We just yeah. go to the Anor. Then we uh, change it to the drum. To drum drum, yeah. We actually, and the reason we changed the analyst was is going back is is actually we'd won the national league in '98, yeah. and there was a huge crowd around before and after the game, and there was a great bond between that particular band of players because mm. most of them had won mine in '95, <clears throat> won another 21 in '97, '98. So there was a bit of a cult yeah. following following that pan, and then the seniors went on to play in the '98. Um, league That's final right. and won it against Waterford and there was a massive crowd in the Anna beforehand and afterwards and then obviously we beat Limerick in the first round of the championship and then went on to play yourselves having ye, we beat you by 8 points I think in the league semi-final and That's you right. turned it around and beat us by 8 That's points right. in the championship but we'd been to the Anna and there was again a huge crowd and it was felt by the manager that was that our players weren't focused so the following year we ended up going to Dundrum so that is, is this a bit like the Burlington thing? Yeah the Burlington the end, we gone, went to City like, West, kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> but, like, what was all this Burlington about? Like, I, I know Clare fellas, like, just rang up fellas' rooms, like, you know. Oh, like, I hope that was you, that was you. That was not me with a good way. Rise out of it. But I've been told stories on the... room. No, on the... Yeah, like, what yeah. room was done... Uh, 
no, no, or, or, um, or one right, of them. Okay. Like, yeah. Might as well wake him up, sure. It's half two. We're going home. Yeah. Yeah. Bring the Burlington jar. <laughs> I know. We get through to Mr. Sullivan's room. Please. Yeah. Back yeah. What I was going to say to you is, did you have the speech prepared? Uh, what's this about Dundrum first, though? Go back to Shani. So, Shani, finish off the story in Dundrum. So, Dundrum, same as any team, TJ or team, you go to the hotel before the, or to, for the game and get a few pucks in. And it was all part of the thing as well, about balls and a few pucks, and then out of the blue, Landers says, you know, into the room. So, we all came in, and there was a little video set up, and it was a little montage of little incidents in the 98 game versus Clare and a uh, bit of this and a bit of that going on and Dalo to the middle of it and to the forefront which was fine and we ain't going to be bullied today bullied. and in fairness to him we got into the bus by and it was the one bus I'd always remember during you couldn't hear a pin drop in fairness to him he had us sewed up and ready for it but that's what you need though once you leave there were little nuggets. Yeah, there were little nuggets. You don't need to be over tense, but you no, need. No, but I used to love that. But we used to go to Cashel. Okay. Look, man, just bring us to the Cashel Palace, and we'd go there and we'd go to bed, and we came. Then we'd right. get up and go out to the Cashel pitch, and run around boxing. after the cup of tea and the sandwich. And then, like once, the, it could be great crack on down the bus all yeah. morning. But once you got onto the bus, then after mm. Cashel yeah. GA into Turles, like yeah. Zoom and the same in in Dublin. You were in your thoughts then, Dale, weren't you? Like you were kind yeah, of yeah. getting nervous nice. then. <laughs> you'd sit beside the fella, you'd normally sit beside, you know. And yeah. Uh, I remember sitting beside, you know, Ollie, like, you know, we'd, we'd share a room together. And okay. Small things, like the mornings I'm not learning, like I'd be pure giddy. Right. And he could go into bed and sleep. Let's talk mm. about a gift. Mm. Did you go up the night before you, though? No, we used to fly up. That time the transatlantic flights just come in. Oh, yeah. Seven o'clock in the morning, yeah, yeah. down to Shannon, onto the flight, up to the airport. Oh, great. Bus waiting on the tarmac. You could, you could, <laughs> there was no security as such. But off the plane, for their team are going that way onto the bus and then straight over to the, the Carlton or the Clayton or whatever it is. And Perfect. Yeah. Breakfast, <clears throat> big breakfast, up yeah. to bed. Yes. And up to bed with Ali Baker. And mm. after 20 minutes picking out who'll win this match, yeah. who'll win the 315 and Haydock, <laughs> this crack. We do a lucky 15, 22 of us, right? <laughs> Next thing he says, shut up. <laughs> God. And he could let, I'd have to wake Smart him and say, Come on, we're Go going ahead. for the few pucks yeah, at half twelve, guy. one o'clock. Isn't yeah. that a gift? Yeah. Ah, unbelievable. Yeah. Well, well, I, I suppose it, it, I, I, can, I can always remember probably getting onto the bus with Mickey O'Connell. And like, I'd be sitting kind of maybe a third of the way up, and Mickey would always be down the back of the bus. And you could hear Mickey cracking jokes. And like, I would be one of the fellas that would be set. I would just looking ahead with my own thoughts, nothing else. And I'm, I'm just like, I'm fucking playing midfield with this for today, like, and he's breaking his ass left and he's rolling his feet like a hyena, right? And I say, like, what's going to go on today with the two of us, like, you know? But it, I was just as just Sean, he said, like, when we left that day in 99 for the, for the match against Clare, you could hear a pin drop in that bus. And it was the first time ever that, and I thought that was probably significant. To be a pin drop. Going out of it as well if Ali Baker can go off injured. Ah, come here. Come here. Come here. Yeah, what about David Ford? Yeah. Uh, 40, like James. He was the free oh, time. Right that, that, that was a bonus. Yeah, no, no, James, yeah, that was a bonus. That was a bonus. You were coming a bit well, like this team now. It's yeah. funny as, as, like, say, the game itself, the scoring now, TJ, 325 to 223. All these kind of scoring. What? The scoreline was 115 to 14. Well, what would feed me, Shani, if we conceded less than. Yeah. More than 113 ish, yeah. you know. But the scores two we, five. We won the most final playing one getting one fifteen. Like you could get it in the first half, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. Amazing, <laughs> in the last five minutes. 
Yeah, true, true, true. You know, and to be honest, like, like, like one fourteen, one fifteen is nearly a half time score now. Yeah, yeah. Your Wexford final, like one thirteen to fourteen points. Like that yeah, was similar. We were one thirteen to eight, like in ninety five. Yeah, but you made a point around the season about defenders defending, right? That. Defenders marked their men, <clears throat> and that's a way, wherever they went in the field. Whereas now it's a way more fluid, and there's tactics, and there's loose men, well, and there's possession. We, we get to the speculation yeah. that, okay. that, that young Mellorick probably will be out with his hamstring and, and Owen Cadigan. And oh, there was a man that matched his man, though. Yeah. You know, yeah. like mm. against Tom Morrissey the last day, he didn't care if he hit it in, he just yeah. was doing a job, and there's a lot to be said for it. Mark. Um, it was a great occasion for you, and we had to mark it by having a quick look at the homecoming <laughs> to kill it. No, it must have been the Tuesday because it was bright. Uh, <laughs> yeah, got there, but, uh, it was. You um, were in good form and you didn't really change the suit, I'd say, since <laughs> Sunday evening. Everyone else changed was in the sweatshirts. Change the shirt. No shirt. Uh, no shirt. In fact, my mother Rita, she says, you better pack a second one just in case you win it. I was working know? with you in the bank, like, and you wouldn't show up for about a month, did you? Well, I can thank Tomas Mulcahy and Dermot O'Brien for that. <laughs> Dermot O'Brien was a legend. What a great man, Brian, I can tell it. Dermot O'Brien, Superman. We have a small bit of footage of it here. Like, <laughs> what was your ambition coming into the, the 1999 season? Was, was it to go for a league title? Was the title? Oh, Alan and Glory, to be honest with us. Um, <laughs> I suppose in all fairness, the Cork team probably flopped against Clare in 98. Yeah, what, but what happened? I think that we what went... Was it, what was the transformation yeah. this year? Well, what happened last year is that we played four games in nine weeks and we were absolutely spun open by the time we got to Clare. Uh, this year, you know, even though we played well enough in the league games, once we, once we were beaten in the league, we had about seven weeks to go to the first round of the championship and it gave us plenty of time to prepare our team and get together. Uh, that, that time we didn't have last year. You know, we were, Limerick probably wasn't as good as they have been over the last four or five years in the championship last year. And that's probably why we got away and we weren't exposed. But against Clare, they were rampant and we, the edge was taken off us last year. But this year we had, we, we had five weeks between every game this year. Gave us a week to, to cool down after the championship game. Gave us three weeks hard training and a week running to the game then, you know? And I think that was a big difference this year. Was it anywhere between four <laughs> and 14 points of Heineken consumed at this stage? I was going to say 14 minutes to the longest answer I've ever heard. didn't talk as quick as that. <laughs> and the question was to McCormick, but that is not fair. I'm getting a leggy. Your man figured he wouldn't last too long after that. <laughs> In and out, do the job. Yeah, oh, oh, man. Brilliant. Oh, Gee, I've never seen that footage before. Oh, 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 no, I'm glad. Right. Yeah. 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 And you, some rivals now, bigger rivals than these boys now, ourselves and yourselves at the time, because yeah. league matches, 26,000 people on a, November, right. on a November Sunday in the Gaelic Crowns, and a Belton match, three cent off, and what crack, and didn't all down to the Devon Arms for two or three points, yeah. and looking at Hula and you and a couple <laughs> of more, and will I go over and talk to him? I might, I won't, I'll be seeing him next May, and it was great rivalry, but you just didn't get over the line. The, the hype and the greatness of that Limerick team Deserved an All Ireland. I don't mean the hype, but the, the brilliant players, all of you, like you know, and, and, and then it's such a difference. Like, I mean, the, four, the three of us only know coming home, lucky enough, win them. And we didn't play that many, no. <laughs> you could be on to Jackie Turrell now and you could say, You lost All Ireland. Like, <laughs> do, you know, but, do you know what I'm saying? I do, yeah. And like, 
there's very little that I can say no that makes it any better or any different. But look, that's sport, unfortunately. I've experienced the opposite to you guys. You know, in 94, 96, we came through, what would you call them, cruel Munster Championships. Mm-hmm. Knockout stuff, Delo, right? Um, like, maybe talk about the 96 one first. It was just incredible. We had to come here and beat Cork in Park Heave where it had never been beaten before, right? Mm-hmm. 96, we didn't have to go to play the All-Ireland Champions. Mm-hmm. And it took something special from Kerry Kerry to win that. And then we found ourselves 10 points down in the Munster final against Tip and then came back and you'd say, Jake, surely it's your time. And that's after what happened in 94 with that freak awfully incident. But look, no point in going back that far now. That's confined to the history books myself. I'm at peace with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no point in making excuses. Like they say, experience is what you get when you don't get what you want. And look, it was a bad experience and that was it. We had great times and no different to yourselves and your teams. We had everything that you had, but we just didn't have the cup or the medal in the short. We had great holidays, great times in bars afterwards, great friendships. We had great players in that team. And it was a great bunch of blokes. Great well, bunch of blokes. And like, Probably only later in life I got to know that. Now. Okay, possibly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great oh, no, but God, like God. hardy, honest... Oh. Do you know what I mean? Real. And what, what Shawnee said there about going back to real defenders, like fellas who would just kill you, like. Steve yeah. McDonough. Steve McDonough, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Penny Friendly. Penny Steve would not kill you. Yeah. 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 Ger Hegarty and he's obviously his son is playing now and like Kieran Hula in the middle of the field Gary Kirby like what, what, what an axis in, in, in the team like, but look like I said like we can talk about all teams and history and we, we, we had our chance and we had our time and we, it was massive hype because like it was a county starved of success at the time and yeah. we had a couple of poor years before that and then like Tom came in and just did a marvellous job and won those Munster Championships and just came up short in two All-Irelands and we can say was this that or the other and like he was a great manager wasn't he was he? a great manager in terms of I don't know about the tactics boards and stuff like that but the character of him and uh, you know he'd have a go at Lucknane in the paper the week yeah. before and he built it up great like yeah there was a touch of a kind of an old style psychologist about him in terms awesome. of the way he got to people yeah. and in fairness to Tom one of the things I will say about him was he told you straight oh yeah yeah. but he kind of the, suited your panel of players he suited I our think, panel of players and, and that was acceptable yeah. then like do you know what I mean the PC world yeah. wasn't there for that Tom no it no. didn't suit yeah. it was direct to Dello and sometimes you got it and you kind of You'll be sore. I know. The only thing I will say to DJ is that the player then accepted it, oh, right? Yeah. And he wasn't saying it out of spite, he was just saying it out of honesty. Whereas now there's a little bit of you if you challenge any fella now, they're kind of, oh, I'll have to go to Facebook to check this out. Is this acceptable yeah, yeah, or not? Like, you know? Yeah. And uh, I just like you get a call from the mummy. Yeah, exactly. And that's what you sometimes very embarrassing if, if yeah. is there's like if you got a clip at school when you were a young fella, you certainly wouldn't say it when you went home that you got a clip like. Another one. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was the opposite end there. Unfortunately, look, it, it takes two teams all the time. Even the weekend, it takes two teams. And one of the teams, unfortunately, it won't have been their day. And look, the, the job of, let's say, the media and the public and everybody outside it is when a team gets beaten, you look to what happened. And unfortunately, in Limerick at the time, some of the hype and maybe some of the songs and that kind of stuff got to blame. Like, But the reality was... They weren't. We, 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 we were well prepared. Like, 19, we, knew, we knew what was ahead of us. But from '96, they were dancing at the crossroads. Like yeah, I yeah. remember going up, going up O'Connell Street, yeah. and that was the song that was blaring. Like, yeah. but the question for you: Did Gary Kirby break his finger early in the game against Wexford? 
We know it. He didn't break. He didn't break. Did he get a broken like, bottom? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, or did he actually break? It's, 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 it's been like, well documented. He did, like, right, and, and, okay. and, and it was it was well taped up for a couple of weeks afterwards, and he was injured. But look. Like you can't pick one incident in a game like and just blame no, one particular was, thing. He, he was, was huge a huge player for us. He was a free, free taker, free huge, and in a low scoring game. He, play, he played huge. on and like look, myself personally, when you go into a game, like excuses. Yeah. When you're explaining and making excuses. Goal, the famous yeah. game against ourselves and yourselves, um, the goal it started okay kind of in the game. Like, you know, a couple of pucks got in mm. like and he was sent forward and I came across and I dropped a catch. No one near me, really, like. But then, what if we had spilled, spilled behind me? Here was Kirby coming at full steam, and Shawnee was caught on the back foot, like. And he steamed in, of course, and buried it, like. And I was <laughs> making my way back in. He said, that's yours. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gary wouldn't get it. He wouldn't say a word to you, like. So, you know, he was a gentleman, oh, but gentleman he, yeah. he knew he was getting it in, yeah. Shawnee. He was like, come yeah. oh, man, don't do I must have been very bad, like. <laughs> that's yours, Katie. He said, pass it me over. Get your words over, Gary. Yeah. But, like, that was the crack at the time. And yeah. we'd, like, sure, there was no one texting anyone the following day. So, no. Sorry about what I said there. Yeah, you yeah, might yeah. see him then in October in the league. You'd say, oh. But that was the, that was the crack, lads. And sure, I look actually at think that in that league game, there was 26,000 people at I, I have a memory right over the open sand side of the field you definitely turned me upside down I, I don't know if you remember that particular no, occasion it wouldn't stick out my head no turning you upside down to each oh, so it was over the far side near the, near the hoarding I was being forward at the time I, I, that, like, I wouldn't be great to remember certain incidents but I just had that memory in my head the chances were it was probably Lynch or Baker and I, I just said I'd take oh, the free I mean, or something I don't know I must check that out check <laughs> that one out check that one out lads we, we you know we knew we'd have, we'd have great stories and I had to I put it up I don't know whether I made a good move or a bad move last night I put it up on Twitter um, we try and answer as many questions Shani, as we could like okay. you know so yeah, of course people, people took the opportunity I can't I can't read out some of the questions but there was I tell you just to give you a, a flavour of it like you know did the tree get a room for this list all races? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the first ones. Is Harry Kane staying at Spurs? Oh, you know, um, don't think so. <laughs> August August twenty second in Cork history is not a, Michael Collins. Yeah, do you know Jesus. some fella had that like oh, yeah. people are funny lads with funny dates and the memories. Just the Harry Kane one. I wouldn't answer on that one anyway. No, no, still, still, on the Harry Kane no. one, would you keep him or take the one sixty? Well, Larry, what would you do? One sixty. Harry Larry. Kane, would you sell him, Larry? <laughs> 150 million legacy. <laughs> but you know, lads, um, some fella said uh, that Kiran was doing uh, um, one of these nights, I suppose, during the week, and he said the well were the best club in Limerick in a long way. And there was a few hand lads coming in to be the spuds are boiling traditionally, like, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, someone said to ask you about that, actually. Well, in fairness, two great clubs. Yeah. And, and I think, like, like, I suppose the hand people will admit that most of their successes has been older whereas yeah. the well has been more recent and probably would give them the bragging rights at the moment and they've been more recent county champions but look yeah. we'll probably talk about culture and history and that type of stuff in a while like so mm. both those clubs have it in abundance have for it sure. in abundance is right um, can Cork play in the rain one for I said like uh, <laughs> that was directed at you like, but oh, I suppose we, he answered that like. we dispelled the notion like tell him to go back there's about four and a half minutes of his speech after the final <laughs> check that out <laughs> <laughs> like he did play in the rain that day, didn't you? Ash was just broken. I thought you in the walk. Yeah. The walk. Ash was desperate, Johnny. Yeah. Next thing you were scoring points and everything. Well, I was lucky to be on the field there. Would have talked to you, Johnny. 
You want to head your head your time kit. I used to be looking at you horribly when I was marking you and I said, where are you going, Richard? I used to have... They all have no. Well, they all... But I don't know if he had... Um, Hurley kind of repair guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. they were the men. And they were the men. Oh, yeah. And I had a guy in the club, um, oh, the Glenn Lazard, known poor old Joe, God rest his soul, Joe Crowley, um, and himself and Mara. They had no kids, and you'd go up, and you could be two hours up there. It wouldn't necessarily be hurling stuff. You'd go into the house then, and you'd be chatting, they used to have dogs in the house. But um, Joe used to have the old tea chests, and he used to put all the old Hurleys from the club into the tea chests. And I'd regularly go in, and it was, do you know what I actually took? The Camogie girls, the Camogie girls would leave their Hurleys if they were broken, and they were always light and small. <laughs> and I spent most of my days going through the camogie bunch, taking them out. Yeah. Actually, I see... You couldn't hook him. I couldn't hook him. And you couldn't hook him. But then I seen Butler Hurley's there recently, right? They had this um, a weighing machine. Like, so basically, if you sent in a Hurley, <coughs> basically, they, they would make it the exact yeah. weight. So if anybody, do you know what I'm saying, going forward, go back to what Sean, he said there, right? Yeah. That no people are down to... That? 588 grams ah. or something, Johnny, I think, or something oh, like I, that. I, I, I was even at that teaching over because I, I was slow as Christmas, so if I didn't have other things right. <laughs> yeah. And I used to get my hurlies from Sean McKenna and Scarif, uh, Mark's dad, great guy, beauties now. But he'd be bullying because I'd bring him out to my club mate, Gary Ryan, to put another piece into him. Oh, right. I was using big bosses before there was any. But then Gary, he'd, he'd weigh them all, like, okay. and the five would be the same, like, whatever five you were using. Yeah. And Sean would be half pulling with me for changing his beautiful okay. stick. Okay. You know, okay. and it was yeah. hard like Sean, you know, he wasn't this big hurley making industry, you know, rolling yeah. them out. Yeah. He was making them by hand and you know, class yeah. dialer would be the first man to get them. And it was part of the ritual though, then he wasn't going up to your hurley maker and having a chat and even dropping oh, in little beautiful. nuggets, he'd tell you oh, little yeah. things. You do that a bit wrong the last day. Or who called in the meantime for hurleys yeah. and what did he say? Yeah. You might find out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but there's no doubt that the hurley maker that you had was somebody that you trusted oh, yeah. profusely. Like Huge. I got my hurleys off of Liam Welch from his gold and he always put away five or six the year previous for the next season. Oh, yeah. And you know, you, you go up to him maybe in February and say, Liam, I just want to get a couple of new ones there. But even though you had the oh, five or six there, yeah. losing the favourite one was, oh. was, was a killer. Oh, right? killer. <laughs> and a fella that'd go out and he'd pull with the pole deliberately. <laughs> Do you know, he oh, just okay. would like, well, oh, now wouldn't be shiny now with the camogie sticks. Like, <laughs> no, point, like, oh, well, it you to line up alongside a certain lad now. And then, yeah. like, like, the great one I often tell is Colin Lynch never used his best hurley for the side. Oh, obviously, yeah. there's a bit oh, of history yeah. attached to that, though. <laughs> 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 like, but he wouldn't know, no, no. Yeah, and even in a club game, some fled run on with his hurley after the throwing, after the clash at the start. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, so he wasn't yeah, breaking, he's yeah. good one. Yeah. <laughs> with a bit of temper, like, whatever. This, this great way. Wait, wait, what actually is the forecast for Sunday? You see that in Dublin? Terrible no? tomorrow, but not too bad. And not too yeah. bad then Sunday. Yeah, there's supposed yeah. to be a bit of rain. There's a bit of rain. Suit, Before you know. the game. One time told him. Well, my suit on a two fellas. So he broke all that. My suit, a couple of fellas, that, you know. Yeah, I told you, Dermot Burns, I said, try and finish the field for my set and suit him down the road. We don't mind, Ella, mate. We're in the final. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Yeah, and look, um, the third secret of Fatima was asked for uh, when will Brian Lohan be reappointed? We've, don't well, look at his influence, let's. You, you know I know him well. And TJ, you obviously were yeah. probably the closest. Very close to him in lots of ways. A lot of people like... Let's face it, Cocker, after stringing three big wins in a row for yeah. the first time, lads, since 13, I suppose the, the big thing is there's a huge change in personnel as well. Like There's a good few fellas gone from the panel, like mm. Nash, Joycey, Mackey, mm. Connolly-Han, a few more fellas. Like, they're just the fellas that spring to the top of my mind straight away. You know, Jack O'Connor, uh, John Melrick in, you know, 
couple of other lads, Shane Barrett. John Leary Hayes. Yeah, just that. Ellen Connolly. You know, yeah, and like basically. That's the change. I the, the change was to go for pace, like more than anything, like. Mm. And um, the lads, I suppose, that were on the panel, they just hadn't been successful and hadn't got over the line. And I think he probably had a big bearing in that in terms of what we were actually going far into the future. And the big change has been the real introduction, introduction of pace into mm. the team and um, and youth. I mean, it's hard to believe that there's only two players over 24 years of age, uh, Huggy and Hernady. I suppose Cadigan, obviously, and, and Damien Callan. Cadigan will probably start with Melrick out. Like, but, um, and then, like, when you think of the under-20s during the week, not having with uh, Connolly and uh, Shane Barrett available to them as well. Like, so, like, they mm. are very, like, they're two or no twenties, like you know. I, I I would have thought a couple of years ago with the way Kilkenny were playing that you'd never have a nineteen or a twenty-year-old fella playing in the county that yeah. they'd have to spend three or four years after coming over a minor and bulk up. But that has now changed, I think. Yeah, but even I, for I, us I, now, like looking at your twenties during the week, like I was saying, if we had Parik Power and Jack Callan, we'd be nearly playing for Clare now. And like Cock only beat us two points, yeah. and we had a chance of a goal to win it. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, like yeah. so, the, but, like, that's the depth now. But teacher. Just to ask you about Donald, like, yeah. what would he have brought in terms of why they bring him in? Well, if you look at the modern game, Della, right, and what's going on, like the good coaches and good management teams, it's nearly forensic the way they go through their own team and the way they go through the opposition. And we'll touch on it in a while about what teams could do the weekend, right? But Donald was very much into the finer details of what he wanted the team to do and what he wants the individual to do. And there was an awful lot of stuff maybe done in microcosm. And I would say if you take maybe the modern technology with the video analysis that's available to him mm. from maybe all different angles of the pitch and behind the goal, and I'd say that that layer upon layer upon layer of education to the players and the way the team, that the way he wants to play, I could, you can really see that coming through in Cork. And like people ask me about maybe the coaching in Limerick at the moment and what does Kinnerk do in training? And like, I get, you could ask that question about what kind of drills does he do? But again, I don't think it's anything one specific thing. I think it's just a combination of all of those fine details, mm. very clearly explained in very simple language. And I think leaving no real doubt as to what your role is, what way the team is going to play, how we're setting up, how the opposition play, how the opposition players play. And it's all of those things, like, layered upon layered upon layered. And, like, I think that's literally the modern game. It's probably simplicity with, with the addition of all the things we've available to us now, Shani. Do you know what they did? Like, yeah. he wouldn't have had that stuff, we'll say, in like, 04. Like, what, what, yeah. you, what you would have got back in the late 90s would have been probably, like, 10 minutes of Shani McGrath with his small hurley... How many times he turns on to his favourite side? Well, how many would, would look now and show your video? I know he wouldn't. But, yeah. but that's what you, you were useless. Now. He said, "If you want to watch it again, watch it yourself." That's what he said. Honestly, but that, then that, Shannon got three points off me in '98 in the right. in the final drawing match, and I said, "I kind of bowled at this stage, captain, for a couple of years." And I just said, "Joe, we not all sit down and have a look at the video." They all. I watched it from the sideline, you were useless. If you want to watch it again, watch it yourself. <laughs> that was the message going away. Like, so, yeah. It was yeah. more about getting the, the head right yeah. for the replay, yeah. the battle, and yeah. I suppose. But he, uh, it's, it's he would be, I'd say, Shani, from, from what I hear, right, that he might be more in the good bit in the background, but doing an awful lot of work in terms of looking at stuff, as TJ had said, and yeah. feeding it back into Kieran and, and the lads. I'd say so. And I'd say he did some individual stuff for players as well, Dale, I'd say, particularly in um, lockdown time. I'd say one or two of the players that I would be close to would say that he might have rung them and sent them 
little video snips and little nuggets and then questioned them and tested them and maybe challenged them. What did you do right? What did you do wrong? What could you have done a little bit better? Right. And some, I suppose that's the modern game as well. The teachers and the visual, the visual aids now are that in the past it was, do you remember that incident with 10 minutes to go and you vaguely might remember it, whereas now it's just there for you and they'll yeah. go into little micro detail and we had a snapshot of it in 13 being involved with Jimmy with Sean O'Donnell. Mark was there in 15, who is now with Limerick and has yes. done incredible work. And what Sean could produce would blow you away. Absolutely. Yeah. But what also would blow you away, though, because it was alien to me and I didn't like it as a player. But players then that I got involved with in 12, 13 and 14, that I thought mightn't be really into it, I was surprised at how much they really consumed it and really wanted to know. I think and a lot of it, the college thing has gone very much that way. Like, isn't it? They, well, Nicky had an article on that during the week about... Who had? Nicky English, well, about Nikki. where the teams are, say... Mark Foley, I'm on Twitter, Mark Foley, Tomás Mull, my own club, has been a big advocate of pushing the second level stuff in Cork and driving on and Christians have mm. been a great example of what can happen when the second level stuff, stuff gets right. But Nicky had a good article too about where, say the last four teams in this year's um, all Ireland series and he really picked out Cork, Limerick and Waterford and where a lot of those players have come from, from a third level perspective and college is hurling, third level hurling is fast, played it myself, mm. it's quick ball approach, move the ball quickly, it's a mix of all different counties. No soft opponent. Well, well yeah, and like, I, I played it, like the myth of it's played in bad weather and it's real physical, I found it really expensive and open, and the modern player loves, <clears throat> as I said, the aid stuff, the visual aid stuff, the, de the, de the detail on the opposition, blah, 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 but I think the modern player loves, loves to hurl and move the ball quickly and it's the modern game is ideal for that. You've cornerbacks now that are scoring and coming way up the field. A cornerback never scored in the past, really, did he? When he, Nigel Leary got a score from midfield the last time. We got a good, we got a good few points off you. What? What? We got a good few points off you. Is that Mark Foley's dentist? Yeah. yeah. He don't like me. That's my brother. That's my brother. What do I do with that? I don't know. But he's on all week. He's on Twitter all week. He's on about the third level stuff all week. He's on the phone box. He what? He calls our own a phone box. <laughs> Maybe you turned him up and over near the door. Did you see the same thing? You need a bit of that. I'll be going the other way. And now he's a dentist. I won't be going in for Let's. The biggest feedback though, the crack was great on the Twitter, and she couldn't answer them all. Like you know, oh, some of the questions you just couldn't respond at all. You couldn't even hit the like button. We'll introduce you to all this now over this winter. No, 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 question, talk, like the four of you, about the rules, and the biggest thing was the hand pass. Like, and from the semi-finals, and I would have to say to you more from the Limerick-Watford match, now they weren't blaming Limerick, more than Watford, but they said that semi-final, the amount of throws that were in it, and, but do we need to clamp down for Sunday and have a pile of freeze? No, and I suppose to explain, like it, the a modern day training session, right? Like all that middle third stuff is done in really small squares, small sided games, 4v3, 4v4, 5v2, right? Where you're practicing kind of being under the cash and turning over the ball, right? But like the players really train hard to pop the ball off as quick as they can, keep the ball. That's where it's coming from, recycling it, right? And but as a coach in training, should you not be saying that was a throw, hand over the ball? Well, I suppose as a coach in training, you want one of your players to get the ball to where he wants it to go as quick as he physically possibly can. The coaches today, I'm sure if Paul Kinnerk was here, he'd probably tell you it was like, yeah, it might look like a throw, but it was really quick. The double movement was there, mm. right? So it's, it's a very difficult one. And like, we were playing under 15 Orland today, right? And you'd see some of the guys and you'd be kind of saying, was that a throw? Did we get away with it? Or like, it, it, it is in the modern game, 
What's my over? I don't think we should change it for Sunday anyway. Let's let's talk about it in the winter. Yeah, we talk about it Monday. Monday, Monday yeah. <laughs> I think we leave Sheedy. Like, we leave Sheedy on Monday so we can throw it straight at him. Straight at him, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah but yeah. It, but it's, it's a very good question. And where is that heading to? Jakeist, I don't know. Johnny, geez, it, it How are we so going quick. to like? Yeah. I think Don Logs has been strong on this. Like, I've been on with him a few times. He's even Derek now particularly have been strong on saying what are we? Go- How are we going to get the ball out of this middle area unless we allow? The dodgy hand pass, like if fellas have to hit us, we will never get it out of the middle. Like, mm. I mean, we're talking about that Limerick middle third. Like, if you can't get off a hand pass slickly and borderlinely, maybe how are you going to? How are you going to? How are you going to get stick pass off? Like w- w- one of the points that, like talking about Sunday, right, is with stick passes and the middle third, right? Is there a possibility that Cork could come with something different, right? Like. I was saying to Shani, something like maybe a hit-and-run model rather than an engagement in the middle third, right? And I know Don Logue talks about... What do you mean, hit-and-run? Well, I'll come back to that in a second. <laughs> right? But the evolution of the game, right, and teams change that, right? So the middle third, like Limerick, what they've done over the last four years, right, seems to have really engaged that middle third. And they, they are inviting you. They want you in, Delo. Like, if you, if you, if you were wing back now, they, they'd want you to come in and engage mm. with them. Then they move the ball quickly, and that's their game. Like... So where is the next change and evolution in the game, right? Mm. So to answer that question is, 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 could we see something like that where Cork, they will have fellas in the stand telling them to drive it, Mm. right? But we might in the early stages here see a couple of balls maybe going back to Patrick Collins, being Mm. recycled, and they wait and hold rather than basically engaging in that middle third. That's one of the theories I have that could change it. Mm. Now, if Dimbrick didn't go to full press... And it gets turned over, like do they have something then to go to bomb over that middle third and go along? It's it's one of the curious things that's coming down the track. The hand pass, I don't have the answer to it. Next question. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a, that more of a chat now than questions. But obviously then, like we, you know, the other thing there was huge lads on the Twitter response was people are just beside themselves, like with, with the ticket situation. Like and, and look, I, like I couldn't even get a ticket like at this stage. I might be able to get one tomorrow, I think, hopefully, for a person who I'd love to give it to. Like, and I'd have a good few contacts. Now, I'd have burned a few contacts in Clare, obviously, so I can't really ask for too much there. But we have but to realise, we have to realise there's 40,000. Double Ireland winning captain, you can phone the... Ticket, ticket contacts. Yeah. Mm. Surely. Surely. I'd say if I rang, I'd get them, but look at it. I'm not going down. Well, you've been titled later on, ain't you, Barry? But no, like, look, there's people saying, like, that other counties shouldn't be getting tickets. It's a unique year. Like, in fairness, Cork and Limerick would put 40,000 easily in there themselves with the two uh, that support both teams they'd fill it but they'd fill the, fo- they'd fill the, the Cox supporters and the Limerick supporters Martin, would fill Crop Park on their own at the, with the 82,000 I think in 2018 for the semi-final am I right in saying was it 65 or 67,000 just yeah. for a semi-final it was, it was massive yeah. and, and it was a final attracts different yeah, people it would yeah. 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 but you but were saying to me today TJ that we just talked chatting and, and you were saying that every inter-county every fellow that played in the Liam McCarthy is entitled to a ticket which I, I think is fair. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, lads are like if you play, there. If you played in a championship, like whether you're from Tip or Galway or Clare, whatever it is, like, are you, are you telling me that Tony Kelly isn't entitled to two mm. tickets to go and see the Ireland final? Mm. You, 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 like, so he is. And like... Does, does he get them through his county board then or does, or does he get it from Crow Park? No, but I, I, think, I think that's a... I, I don't know. It was a GA or a GPA or a, a combined deal that, yeah. that, that definitely changed a number of years ago. 
And I suppose then you've got all those other counties. Like, should it be just Limerick and Cork? I think it is in Most the main, yeah. right? But like, I think I, I was talking to Dignan there last week and he said that got a very small number of tickets. So I don't think there's that many distributed around the county, yeah. but there is. Like, like our county chairman and county secretaries and yeah. like, like different coaches wanting to learn. Mm, like, yeah. you, you have to go to all Ireland final to see mm. what do they do in the warm-up, yeah. how is yeah. this shape? It's difficult to get off television. So and to be able to bring children yeah. Well, within a reasonable age, you know, you see sometimes you've been at all Ireland, you've seen a four-year-old, but and not a clue what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. But the imp- your lads, I was church Charlie. Yeah. I, I, I no problem. Like two years ago, I went up to see um, Cork and Kilkenny, and he was six, and he kind of the game passed him by. I can tell you the last day. Oh yeah. Way different, and we were in Lahinch during the week, and we ended up going down to the 19 pub for to watch the match, and he went in in the gear like, and he was where's the TV like? It was mm. right. Okay, turn on the match. Let's go and. A couple of Limerick supporters and a couple of Clare supporters were coming it, down, it, it, looking it, around. It, the, going to the games at a young age Maybe does, so. it makes you. My first one was 83. I went up with my dad. I remember Uncle Neville and Morris and a few of them. I'll never forget it. And um, 214, 212, Cork were beat. And then it's weird, Donny Dowling then was in my class in college in 94. And uh, mad hurling man, Glenn Moore. And a couple of weeks after we got to know each other, he said, I knew your face. The first day I met you. And I said, oh, how was that, Donny? You were on the telly at half-time in 1983 with the flag. And I was. Like the cameraman, we were in the at the camera, and I came up with my father, pushed me up, my old man, make his body a bleep, pushed right, me up. still the same, Shani. You're the same size. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I said, James Paul, you know. You're the same size, he said. Have you two tickets to give away during a while, no? Is there somebody I think we have, we have something there, Larry, have we? <laughs> <laughs> you might fill it again. Somebody could get what? A couple of our corners there. <laughs> <laughs> How many championships has Sean McGrath won with Clint Rovers? <laughs> <laughs> and there's no price for that. I won't answer that. I didn't say it. <laughs> uh, a few close calls. Um, but lads, yeah, I, I, I just... I have an old Twitter buddy there, Sean Collier, and yeah. I know, and another lad there from Newcastle West, oh, I was private Twitter, and it's lovely as well, because you don't know these people. Like, Sean has been gone. I'm on the train. He's a leashman. Right. I'm on the cameras, on the train to Croker, Delo. Really looking forward to it. 2000 on a day, and del- delighted to be getting in. Came down here. Mm. Was what, what big game did he come down here for? Went to Torless. Yeah, and like he's, not, he probably came he's not even trained for a ticket. Like he just right. said, like, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. But like, there's a fellow that went to every game. Yeah. It's a funny one, whereas there'll be the odd lad now, you know, and I know, and you all know, yeah. that will be there that has played golf every day these big games have been yeah. Yeah. I know that the frustration is the hospitality side I think I think the, hosp- yeah. the, the, the guy that hears a story that someone got two tickets and he couldn't name two Cork players or two Limerick players yeah. no I know it's still part of whatever it's a massive day but your example and I have loads of examples above fellas ringing saying that I have one this is a problem I've seen with a lot of fellas I have a ticket but I have nothing for the young fella and I'm not going with bringing the young fella and that your heart goes out to those fellas. It's probably a little bit tougher on Cork in terms of the number of clubs markets in Cork. Like that's just a, li- a little bit harsher. Like so, like yeah, it, it is like because the numbers I, have been small yeah. going to the club, then, isn't it? Like the funny thing, we did an aval thing in the club in Killa this year. Was they got thirty cent tickets, I think, and they decided to raffle fifteen pairs, so that if if your name was drawn out, you got two tickets. Okay. And I've heard that example of another club in Cork, the Rockies, from what I can gather sent back 10 tickets today. There were, there, there were individual tickets that were uh, drawn and they gave them back to the club and said, look, I won't go because my son can't yeah, go or my son. wife can't go. We always go together, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But like, 
I think the annoying thing is that when you watched the Premiership last weekend, every stadium in England full. was full. Mm -hmm. that, I have a problem with that. The other major problem I have with this weekend is the fact that the minor game isn't, um, isn't on before the senior game, particularly when there was two double headers last weekend. It's on night, huh? It is, but it should be a double header. And it's, and it's not because... We've talked about this all year <laughs> yeah. now. The but Joe McDonough final should have been held and played before the Alarna final. But I, I, Playing under-17s before the Alarna final is unfair to them. And I, I think it's just mm. a bad vibe. I, I, well, Antrim and Kerry was a good game last year, as an example. Oh, sure. Look at yeah, like that. Yeah. That's, it's our second I, I, adult you're, competition. Your thinking okay, problem is, is, is getting worse now if you, if you introduce more teams. But, you know? but the only but thing, TJ, what I'm saying to you is that like, I think it's a bit ironic, and I think it's a bit Irish, to be charging 90 euros for to 40,000 people going at the weekend with one match on. That's what I think. I mean, when I'm going to the match, okay, I want to go to the seniors, but I'd like to go to see the minors as well, and I'd like to see the go to see the future fellas. Like, that, mm. like you're right, yeah. McDonough. I've no problem with that, and 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 it's, it's another forward, it's another debate, right? But the fact that the All Ireland minor final, and I know whether we all played minor, I was lucky enough to play in the minor two of them, drawn and, and beat Michael Kenny in a replay. We played before the seniors in 1990, yeah, and, it was a, and it was a historic day was because Tomas Mull and, and Cockburn fancied it hard. And you came in and drew it, didn't you? We drew it, we were 12 points down twice mm. and came back to draw it. And, and it was a crow got us over the line, like, doesn't it? You can't afford it. Full. Edge of the house. <laughs> and it was a bit like the red, like. Higher law, you didn't mind. Didn't mind. <laughs> we, didn't really, we didn't really have a home, Mackie, so we, didn't, we just kind of moved around. But again, <laughs> as I say, I, I just... Like, the minor grade, you can say, has gone down to 17, but as minors growing up, you no. always knew the opportunity was there to play in Crow Park on the final day as no, the cotton raiser. I just think it's a bit Irish. I, I, and we can go back to that. Look, we're in different times. We are. Like, the, last year in December, there was no one there. So... To get 40,000, we probably would have taken it at the start of the year. Hopefully, we we'll were get, there and looking, we'll looking to, to be there, and it was eerie. Like, yeah. It was the Alara final. Yeah, yeah. yeah, was it? So yeah. I'm really looking forward to Sunday. Do you know what I mean? 40,000. Like, yeah. yeah. Walking up Jones' Road last year, no one. No, one, no yeah. one outside the hotel. No it's one, mad. No. It's yeah. just weird, like, and it's yeah. the Alara final. So, let's have a bit of talk about discipline, and I suppose more on the Limerick side. We'll have to say it straight out. There's been talk. And in fairness, G, TJ, we discussed it on the podcast. But he managed to get um, Peter Casey back without much fuss and everything else. Have we the right man for the job in, in, in Fergal Hog? And do you think to handle this one, Teach? I, I can go to the podcast. I think that we can take some of the credit for that. I think that we started Fergal early in the season. <laughs> Did we? And I think he listened to us. Or when we had him in with us. And I think he's done a great <laughs> job now. <laughs> what I was going to say, Mark, is to be fair to everybody sporting and especially the Cork people, I think the reaction to the Peter Casey thing has been great. As I said, no, nobody cribbed and cried about it. I think it was the right decision. I came out and said it at the time, I thought it was harsh. And I think, look, in fairness, I think everybody's accepted it now and we've moved on. It hasn't been an issue this week. Everybody dealt with it and we've moved on. I was yeah. looking back over my notes there from, from the show. Uh, the Monday after, and I had Peter Casey, harsh question mark. And we have a small bit of uh, the audio, I think, from, from that day. The two ye went. Let the powers that be now decide whether he was correct or not correct, as possible, is what I will be saying here. And the video evidence, TJ, you're going to be relying now on technology to get your man off. And you're the man that didn't want technology last week. I really need to remind you. <laughs> I, I don't, I, and, I, and, I, and I don't, and I don't, and, I, and, and like obviously video footage needs to come into play. But what I will also say is, what I will also say is, right, is in all walks of life, right, 
um, your character and your previous good behavior and all that kind of stuff comes into play, right? I think that, should come, into, that should come into play here. And, and like Peter Casey, he, he ain't that guy. <laughs> yeah, technology. I think, yeah, I think points kind of technology got him off, I think, was it? It was. <laughs> <laughs> But you're right about the character as well, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I've heard the technology debate before, and we'll have it, I'm sure, again Absolutely. down the road. Like, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I think, to go back to what Shani said there a while ago about this beautiful game that's played at pace, I just don't want to see it slow down. You know I mean, we want to see everything moving. The problem with technology will come is where does it stop? Which decision do you check? Which one do you not check? How far do you go back for a score? Was there a foul? And I think... There's so many fouls and little pulls and drags uh, happening here and there, Mackey. I only, I look, and I, and I'm going to re, I know I'm repeating myself again. Like I'm only interested in the kind of the game-changing decisions that are that do affect matches. To be honest with us, uh, there was a couple in the football match last weekend. You know where the John Small gave him a, and I'd say if Conor Lane had his time over again inside the incident and he caught him with his elbow under the jaw, it would have been a straight red card on the spot. I think. The technology is there. If we can speed up the video and to, to show it to the referee, lads, it's there to be used. And the small little things. And, and TJ, look, we're delighted that Peter Casey is playing because we don't want it to be said if we happen to come out on the other side, ah, you know, we didn't have a full team. No, we're, we're not going to have a full team, but we're not arguing about that. But technology is there and it should be used to the betterment of the game. The other point I'd like to make is that, you know, the person involved on the other side, right? There should be retrospective suspensions for fellas that don't get, get, we say, caught or seen to be doing what they're doing on the day of the match, as far as I'm concerned. That, you know, we'll always say, oh, he was dealt with, he got a yellow card, he was booked. But there are stuff going on that is not picked up by the referee on the day, and the GA should be given the power to be able to retrospectively suspend the player, in my Wouldn't opinion. Wouldn't you say that, that has happened a bit with the Sunday game, picking up stuff, obviously... Yeah, but like, you know, has the GA ever suspended a player afterwards? I think they have, but anyone that's dealt with, though, and yeah. that's, I'd be more of a problem with a fella that gets an old yellow, but he's dealt with, and then it's shown on Sunday night, and it should it's be a red. nailed on red. It should be moved up. But just because it's dealt with. But the Glenn scenario, I saw. Yeah. You know, in other words, if we're, if we're all talking about the fairness of it, probably Aaron Galen should have got a red card here in Parky yeah, Cleave. I, I think that's and fair. should he be retrospectively suspended afterwards? He was dealt with in the day, I think. That, that, or but that's, like, that, yeah, is, that, that, that is, yeah. that is maybe the rule that needs to change. Like, you know? Know, overall, you have to say, in the main, there is very, very few real bad incidents. Like, Correct. We, we, like we have very few red cards overall in Hurland. I don't think there's a major problem in it. Yeah, the game's gone so fast, it's difficult to referee. But, Johnny, are you happy with Fergal Hogan? We're delighted with him, uh, Delo. I think he's a good ref. To me, he's probably the best ref in the game. He he's got a huge job, though. Um, I think I think Limerick well, will come. I think Limerick will come with a ferocious physical challenge on on Sunday. I think they'll come to try and disrupt Cork's fastball approach. And I would hope. I thought Fergal Horgan was excellent the last day with Hugh Lawler. Quick pull and hoggy, stamped it out straight away. Mm. None of that today. I think if he lays down a marker early doors. Yes, we've probably the best free taker in the game, but I'd prefer to see the game. Our boys wouldn't be pulling jerseys, no, Shani. No, no. But but <laughs> there will be plenty of there will be plenty of contact. <laughs> I was there, Shani. I was there. I, I thought Huggy dragged him first. <laughs> but do you know? I think Fergus a big job to play. He's a great ref. Um, I'm getting whispers that Cork concussion wise struggled the first day against Limerick. 
that there were a couple of guys assessed, that some of the hits were hard, and I think Fergal has a big role to play on Sunday. Yeah, but okay. I can't. And like any, like any game, he's a big oh, role yeah, to play. It's huge. But in this one, I've a sense that Limerick are going to come with a, a ferocity that we haven't seen before. They'll be worried about Cork's running game, and I hope Fergal deals with everything. And I'm not even, I'm not even making eye contact with TJ as I'm no. saying it. I can feel him. I can feel he's, just look, him. he's just looking at me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just trying to picture Shawnee going up against Kyle Hayes or something. Oh. No, no I'm just going to say TJ to Dal Ireland. So welcome, welcome. Yeah, you know, I look, but I think we can't kind of ignore it altogether because it's what everyone's talking about on Sunday night, Monday. Yeah. The ref and it's this decision. It's kind of Dave Fergal has a bigger game than anyone nearly. Yeah. So we've sent this pressure on Hoggy, free taker. Yes. Pressure on Aaron Gillan, free taker. There's more pressure on Fergal, like. Yeah. yeah. And so and nice. like yes, they've got the aids, they've got the the the, the VAR, whatever they call it, the Hawkeye and all this stuff. They have all that. But like you do put yourself out there as well, though. You go yeah. and you do the course, I want to be a ref. And I think every ref that's at him to come to wants to ref at an, on an all on final day. What and I love is he was, he was a very good player as well, though. And, and I think you could get a Great sense of it. Yeah. You know, you could get a sense of dressing rooms and what, you know, incidents. And yeah. Was that malicious or was it just a fella going in a bit OTT? And you and think that helps his judgment? A huge call help. Okay. Yeah. 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 And he's linesman and his umpires have a huge yeah. part to play. It is a big team game, Anthony, for him on the day because he can see every incident that's going on, but he has to rely on his umpires behind him when the ball is up the other side of the field, what's going on back there? Because he, no, the crowd will let him know, but the incident is probably already after happening. So, like, his linesmen and his umpires have a huge role to play as well in making this a seamless final. Yeah. And, uh, and we want to be there on Monday morning, just saying Fergal was brilliant. Right. We, don't, we don't want you talking about the incidents. No, but giving him his due praise. Lads, we're waiting all evening for team news, and uh, I believe we might have a bit of it in. I think things are fairly similar in the Limerick front. I'd be right in saying maybe we're going to have him on the screen there in a sec. That would be quite uh, unusual. Really any yeah, 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 yeah. any change there, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah so yeah. the very same, obviously, with Peter Casey being available again. No positions there are as good as yeah, you know. Well, the full forward line. I'd say every other line, Shame, like the, yeah. like William and, and Dara are playing brilliant, and so they'd probably leave Keane where he is. You, they might switch wing corner, but the inside line could go anywhere, couldn't they? Mm. <laughs> they, could, they could go corner full. Yeah, Peter yeah. Casey could go full straight away. Like he could. Yeah. Yeah. You'd imagine. So yeah. that's fairly predictable. And Cork, yeah. obviously. I'm very unfortunate for Jermelleric uh, to miss out. I thought he was having a great year. Mm. Uh, Owen Cadigan, experience, comes mm. in there, did a great job the last day. And the Kingston house is back to and normal. The Kingstons will be having the ball of beef bits together tomorrow morning. Yeah. But um, look, I, I, what do you think? Like, I wouldn't have started. I'm going to say this straight out now. I'm very oh, yeah. awkward with the dead. I yeah. thought he changed the match. Yeah. And I will say, I would go down on my knees and say, Shane, you should be on. You're in the best 15 hurlers. But we want to win the All-Ireland. And this is just my own opinion now. Most people have yeah. said you have to start him. I'd start him, Dale. I know, I'd start I think very unfair on an All-Ireland I think the game, the Kilkenny game versus the Limerick game, will be such that... If Cork needs Shane to come on with 15 minutes to go, he came on with whatever he came on, 40 odd minutes the last yeah. day, Limerick will, be, Limerick will retreat. There'll be no space like he got against Kilkenny. Mm. It'll be almost next to impossible. And that's a freak, seven points from a subs. 11 points from our subs. That doesn't happen normally. Like, that's a one off. I think Shane has to start. His stats are off the wall. 
Shane is the highest scorer from play in the country. He's 3-9 from play. No, no player in the country has that. I, I just, he's on form. You start your best team, you go for broke, and you don't kind of... We still have Alan Cadigan in reserve. We still have Connolly in reserve. But for me, when, he's buzzing, well, like. when you're buzzing as a forward, TJ, when you're buzzing, he's buzzing, I'd start him. And I'm not surprised that he's starting. From a Limerick point of view, you've seen it there now, the Cock team. You know, they're down, Milrick, who's... I liked him. I like that to say I'd, I'd like the, the cut of his jib going forward. But Cadigan comes in. But the Kingston one. Yeah, I'm with Shani. I, I, I would have said that I would have started him. Um, if it, like, from the player's point of view himself, like, he'd be saying, look, I'm one of the better forwards here, right? Mm. Like, what do you want me to do here, right? You dropped me the last day. I came on and scored seven points. Dead. Dead. <laughs> and I ball him across the, the table. Him dead? <laughs> yeah, possibly not. I suppose the, the the key thing for Cork is what they've been missing maybe what you said over, over, over the last couple of years. Right? <laughs> There's a consistency about the team now, right? That oh, you, yeah. can, you, you, you can you can see it come yeah. together. So I think that's one thing that's probably really pleasing for this team. Um, they still have game changers, they still have young fellas. And look, we're probably all around long enough to say everything fell right for Shane the last mm. day to get those seven points, right? Like those things don't really happen again. And I'm not, I'm not saying anything like that they could be, right? But Let's say you don't want to bring Shane Kingston into a game that might be already in trouble. Do you know what I'm saying? So you want you want to start, and maybe Cork's purple patch could come early. Could, could, and even before he was dropped, Marky, the goal got in each game. Like yeah, three goals got. No, goal against three, 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 two, two scored My my opinion on the Shane thing is, I think that the management got the exact reaction that they wanted from the young fella, and it was no surprise to me that he reacted the way he did. I feel if they didn't play him on Sunday. He could have possibly went the other way and went against him. He might have said, what more do you want me to do? I mean, I, I tundled into the game, got the seven points. OK, I've got... The, and I think his father said that he got the kick in the ass that he needed. And I think Shane probably deserved to start on the performance. Now, we were in a situation with, Shani, with, with Kevin Murray and Alan Brown, who were outstanding for us in 99. And every day they came on and... Remember Dr Khan telling Alan Brown on the Tuesday before? Brownie, you're in, kid. You're in. You're in. Got the team today, like, you know. Fan Tony was picking it up. Told he went down. Ronnie. Sorry, boy. Sorry, but I'm Ronnie probably out telling everybody he was there. But anyway. Um, Kieran would hardly have left Shane wait all the way till tonight, would he? I just don't know, TJ. I'd say it's a difficult situation to be it's in. It's tricky one, no, yeah. It's a difficult situation, but I, I just think... Is your young fella playing the fella team with Gary Spillane? Mm. You, yeah. Is he in a row? Oh, he's in the country. He's in at the moment. But I think you're quite right. They said, you know, Shane Barrett, having taken his place, probably didn't set the wall, even though he did get a point and he was fouled for another, but he didn't carry the same threat. And he's been excellent coming on himself. So I don't think that is any, any doubt for Cork that the fact that Shane Barrett isn't starting in as well. Mm. They'll feel that they have a real live wire to come in if there's a requirement for him. And plus they have Alan Cadigan and they have Connolly and they have Dickie Dalton to come in. So, like... You know, I, I think I think it's the right decision. I think it's the correct decision. Okay, sure. That's there. That's the team news. It's, it's the, the, good to have it. The parade is back. I think. Parade is back. Did you like the parade, TJ? You broke off very early that year, '96, didn't you? And yeah, and uh, back to the excuses again. Matt <laughs> Story said he'd have gone down Jones's road. Yeah, 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 yeah. I loved the parade. Yeah, I loved it. No one had scored two four off you on the parade. <laughs> 
So I maintained, <laughs> keep going, lads. I said, it was the boys' band that time. Keep it moving. We go round again there. Because I'm knocking Brian McAvoy or someone. He chained me like, oh, Kevin Broderick or you or Janie Mac, you. Yeah. I, I used to love to play. Yeah. I, I did get contacted by uh, Stephen McGrath, um, an old stalwart from, from my, and I went to school with him in St. Coleman's, who said to me, would you just say it in the podcast during the week, is there any chance that the, that the parade would leave the helmets, leave the players' parade without the helmets on? Because people yeah. don't know, mm. the punter looking in Fair doesn't right. know what these lads look like, what the Tim O'Manny looks like, what does the Rob Downey look must. like. Yeah. Do you know? Fair enough. Like, socks up. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Socks there was socks the war with the socks up and Kilkenny and that, sure. so you could get yeah. yeah. organise that again. Yeah, we won four months in two all after that, but don't worry about that, like, you know? <laughs> with the socks up, with the socks up. <laughs> I tell you, the Kilkenny fillers laying them down didn't do many. <laughs> you know, and am I right in saying if it's a draw, it's a replay? Oh, I didn't hear that. Jeez, did you? I didn't hear that. No, right. not finishing the day, no. No, I, th I think it's a replay. And mm. half price for the tickets in the replay. Uh, <laughs> recouping. I tell you, if it's a draw and a good match, you'll, you'll pay it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear that. But the parade is great, and, and it is part of the whole, oh, the, the whole day, like and. And the big thing, the other thing I suppose they came out is the corker being allowed to do a warm up and go back into the dressing room, TJ. Yeah, see that last I'm surprised that JP and the boys didn't put a stop to that now. And I'd bring the podium back out to the middle of the field for the speeches as well. They were much more memorable <laughs> from the middle of the field. <laughs> in the podium. <laughs> I thought you might be upsetting us, like, you know what I mean? But we won't mention the tactics board now, seriously. And the water breaks. The water breaks. Mike yeah, didn't like it. Board, I, I think he's board. very right, lads. Wouldn't you just yeah. love to see breath. some cockfler run over, right? As Canuck is walking <laughs> over the tactics <laughs> and grabbing and throwing to the crowd. Just imagine that, though, lads. Them's the things that need to be done. Yeah. You know? Honestly. You know? Put you your foot through yeah, yeah, A great story going back to my father's time playing. Yeah. They were playing Tulla and the Tulla famous pipe band. They always led us around the county final. And a famous lady in Kirkus, this is back in the 40s now, my old friend had been playing like, you know, and every time Tulla would get a goal, the big bass drummer would hit the thing and say, up oh, Tulla, and a big roar from the crowd. <laughs> so we got a goal to win it, I think, in injury time. And I think she'd a pair of high heels on. <laughs> she said, well, straight to the... No, she said, Tulla. <laughs> so I like, dimmer the things, yeah, lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The tactics board put it up in the air. Like, I, I, I remember you. I would like to be going in there with high heels and champagne. Oh, no, no, no. Donald would have a tactics board as well, no one fairness, and like all that might be going on. You mightn't see it on the pitch, but I'm definitely sure it's a water break or a tactical break. Like, it's, 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 yeah. it's definitely like, tactical break. It's a teacher, is it? Ah, it's definitely. Yeah. Just for living. Yeah. But it has turned into be a tactical break. I know, it's the same for everybody. Do you know? <laughs> but that's what it's like. It was supposed to be 60 seconds, get your water, and away out you go. And next of all, it started to get extended, and then some teams started to take it. But sure, Mackie, if, you went, if, enough, if like, he went to bring the board on Sunday weekend, we don't need it. We've all the work, work done before, yeah. and teach you. What, what do players take on in that? Do they really consume the information? I just. I well, the only thing I'll say is if you look at this week, right? They would have all their, as I said, forensic plans mm, done, yeah. right? Is, mm. is there a possibility that Cork could some could come with something different, I, I, right? I, yeah. And then in that first quarter, where are the problem areas? Where right. are the scores coming from? Like that is being fed very quickly to Paul Kinnerk, right? Mm -hmm. And he's basically saying, lads, this is the data we have. Mm. This is he's just detailing, mm -hmm. and again back to the layer upon layer upon layer, Shani. So instead of maybe guys being tuned out or maybe that two-minute break, right? Mm -hmm. He's just really identifying the area, showing it to you, showing where the players popping yeah. into. That's where it's coming from. Quick snappy stuff. Quick yeah, snappy stuff. If the diagonal ball is not working, yeah. 
Peter, Peter Casey, go back into your corner, we'll go direct. We'll go direct. Okay. Next three balls you get, yeah, Kyle, Dermot yeah, Burns, yeah, Hannan, yeah, yeah, yeah. go down the middle yeah, yeah, to yeah. Shamey or... You know, I think like, it's a quick. Like real time, you confuse fellas in two minutes, like wouldn't yeah. you? If you try to real time, yeah. oh. real time, Paul Kinnock will know who has the most plays. Which of the opposition players, like is Mark Coleman, had ten plays in that first oh, quarter? Yeah, where goes, the problem yeah. is, they will have all that right. Okay. So if you're playing, let's say corner back, right, you mm. mightn't see that. Look, that's where the problem is. So he'll show you very quickly. Okay. Yeah, where the problem fair is. point. That yeah. technology, but it is a tactical break. I was involved in the Munster minor final. I won't say it was who or anything like that, but the technology <laughs> came down there. We missed the goal. Anyway. And a fellow who wasn't a selector at all called the men that missed the goal chance over because one of the stats boys had showed a team on the laptop and he said, Come here, so, <laughs> this is what you're after missing us. Go over it. Don't worry about that. I said, You know, the goal chance, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but like, yeah. it, can, it yeah. can be loose too. You want to be very. It can be loose, and you're kind of. It, can it be a bit false as well at times? Can it be a small bit false? Again, as a player, I go back to even with Jimmy, like, say, when, when he was come down. Like sometimes your own instinct as a player might be yes the stat stats might say mm. he's not pucking much ball but he ain't conceding too much either and if you go totally by the stats Owen Kerrigan like well so he puts no ball 10 minutes into the second half was being getting yeah, the goal finger the, 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 yeah. the to be fair to the guys that are involved in the modern game now right yeah. they do have it like they, there's no false stat okay there's one okay. Okay. there's one the puck outs yeah. Yeah. but they know this the short ones yeah. they know that yeah. they okay. know that we're 100% on the short ones I'm just saying it's just kind of a maybe a refit of what's going on just a reminder of the plan because to be honest in the Ireland final right and even though Cork will be trying to play that possession game we're talking about moving the ball right yeah. so when the cornerback gets the ball from Collins on Sunday what's the Cork fellow up in the sand going to be telling him drive it yeah that's the 18th of July 322 117 222 117 apologies um, and I suppose we analysed the day and you were you, I thought Limerick, or thought Cork, had a great chance with the four points in it. And I watched it twice this week now, as I had to have to do on that kind of thing. But, like, the Jack O'Connor over carrying one, where he was bearing down on goal, was was marginal call. Like, mm, mm. And, like, was he in for a goal? He was definitely in for a point or a takedown. Like, I thought that game was in the balance. Now, you thought Limerick had another gear at the time. Mm, and did. Limerick had 20 wides the same day. Yeah, it is, yeah. What? Where have both teams evolved, Max? There's been a huge change in both teams. Yeah. Well, and like I suppose, and to go back a, a little bit further in that game, Cork were leading by two points when they got the penalty. Limerick mm. were down a man at that stage, so we had a lot of momentum. Mm. I think we lost a bit of maybe composure and a bit of desire because I thought we left Limerick in for two goals before half time. They weren't. It wasn't on the cards, and I was above in the stand that day, roaring like we did sense it, that it was there. But in the blink of an eye, I think our confidence seemed to seep away when we missed the penalty yeah. and then conceded the two goals. I thought in the second half, I thought Limerick hurled at their ease, in my opinion, in the second half. Mm -hmm. um, we missed, and I suppose Owen Cadigan, just to mention him, he got an opportunity to bring it from, bring it to three points, Fourth I think. Three, yeah, it was a great chance. And, yeah. and, and then Damon Burns got one on the other side, pushed out the foot, and next one, they just moved away. Arthur Hannity came off. With 10 or 15 minutes to go, he got a dead leg from Barry Nash. And some of the forwards that we brought on didn't have any physical presence. And the ball started to come out of, the, out of, the, out of our forward line very easy. So 
What has evolved since then? I love the way, TJ, that they know every injury and who caused it and stuff. <laughs> you know, I, I can remember Shamey coming off injured, but I didn't remember it was well, bad. Well, he went off injured in 2018 as well, like, you know, so... I mean, Ooh, he done that I, I, I don't know. I well, can't, I'm not going back that far, but I will <laughs> okay, say okay. the last three championship matches he has failed to finish on two of them. And I'd be saying to Shamey, no, maybe it's time to lower the blades on Sunday oh. and start to scatter a few fellas. Well, yes, we, we, we bring an iron, Mackey. Huh? Oh, we'll be oh, sure right. lower away. Huh? No problem, bye. <laughs> John Paul. We'll be delighted. Oh, yeah. Lower the board, bear. <laughs> <laughs> and you're shaking just... hands with Kyle Hayes. <laughs> well, we'd be keeping away from him. I, I, keep away from him. I, I, I think the opposite. I'm, I'm a little bit like Shani here, and I, I mentioned hit and run. I, I actually think the first championship game they played, right, the Cork six forwards, right, tried to play as far up the field as they could, practically inside the 45 yard line. If you had a tactics board here for McKnight O'Dell, I could show you, right? We got one. We got one. But I think, I, I think that you will go the opposite. I think you will try not to engage the middle third. I think you might try and maybe run into, maybe try and have a quick hit and get out of the tackle rather than that engagement to the middle third. That's kind of one of the tactical changes that if Cork can get that game going and get that second ball basically into their forwards onto grass. Now, you might say that's a big ask and it probably is, but I did think that they were trying to do the right thing. Now, tactically... That night they played Jermellerick in the middle of the field, right? And Mark Coleman was centre back, right? And basically he didn't play as a sweeper, right? So he marked Keane Lynch in the centre back position. But when Keane Lynch left that centre forward position, then Jermellerick dropped and picked up Keane Lynch and they got that pretty much right. So they now have a situation where Jermellerick isn't there. So I suppose what's going to happen now? And if you're probably asking me, like, Keane is key. Like he, he, he really makes this Limerick team tick and I'm sure it will have been the topic of many conversations for that management team. Like if Limerick win it, it's, it's him or Kyle Hayes. Possibly. Yeah. Year, like and like, as such a keen standard is very, very high, but an awful lot goes through him. Like, right? yes. And I suppose for Cork to be successful, they nearly have to shut that down, Marky. Yeah. So wh- 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 like, yeah. I think the middle third won't be what you're saying there. I don't think Shamey will engage. I think Cork where, will... where have they turned it, TJ? Shani, where yeah. have they... Like, from... You know, limp enough that day, let's say. Like, yeah, like I, I liked a lot of what yeah. I saw now. But Claire and Claire going well and we felt very mm. unlucky against Tip. Mm. Do you know, mm. the decision, obviously we won't go back over it. But yeah. Claire coming in a fairly decent place, I'd say, headspace-wise, had beaten Wexford. You know, like Cork saw it out, although yeah. a bit scary. And then yeah. did the business against Dublin. Dublin had it back to four, kicked on again. Yeah. And then even... With the madness of the goal they give away, the last they were able to kick on again. Like. So the yeah. mental strength has definitely improved yeah. the mile. Yeah. And, and I think it's been a marginal gain for every game. I couldn't say... I, I wasn't terribly con- um, um, you know, overly delighted, say, with the player or Dublin performance. I thought Cork left Dublin into the game in the second half, brought back to four points, and Tony Kelly probably should have goaled. Like, mm. Cork should have been out of the championship. It's probably his weakest shot of the year, and he's probably the big, best, game, best player in the country, but Tony should have scored and should have goaled, and Cork should have been out. But the victory and the buzz that the victory gave then got players flourishing. And like Hoggy got three against Clare, three against Dublin, six then against Kilkenny. Like he was getting better, better, and then he exploded the last day. And I think over the last couple of games, it's been incremental build ups to what you got then on, on the last day against Kilkenny. Jack O'Connor coming in alive. I think what Kieran and the management have done is they've shown savage faith in players. You know, you get players that. They'll start, they mightn't play great, and they probably, you know, need to come off. I think he's really got to know his players and understand them. 
and say, Jack, I think the first time um, really that he won clean possession was in the 41st, 42nd minute, Jack O'Connor. And he was a revelation after. He well, probably won the game. this stats thing that comes up, green, amber, red. Jack would have been so he'd have been, Dele, he'd have been gone at probably yeah. half-time. And Sham could have been gone at half-time. I don't think Sham poked the ball in the first half. He's trusted him. So the trust that the management have shown in the players has allowed them then to flourish. And look, we were all, like we were there, Mark. Like I suppose Cockerells, when they get going and they get that buzz going then, they kind of have the ability to maybe go on to another level. And they definitely got on to that other level the last day. A sucker punch with Mullins' goal. And even though the lads around me were saying we're in trouble here, I, I don't know, I felt myself, no. There's mm. something different here. There's a cockiness back with these fellas. Mm. So I'm not sure if what's happened to Cork this year and over the last couple of games has been about tactical, boom, 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 positional stuff. I think there's just real Cork hurling back in them. Personal growth. Personal growth well, almost like, daily. Tim O'Mahony would have got shot if there was two points in that game. I don't mean shot, no, Tim, sorry. But Extra time he was nearly man in the match. In a hurling match. Yeah. I've made... Dozens and dozens of them. them yeah. But it's two points and they were gone. Yeah. What a game in extra time. What a game. Must have caught five, ball four, after ball. Anyway. Yeah. clean puck outs. Yeah. Just said, well, this is not getting me down. And about two year, about a year and a half ago, I was just up the marina here and I was having, there's a new restaurant thing here, Gucci, it's a new place there. I'm not, I don't work there, it's not a plug. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, there's, there's a lovely cafe up there. And um, I see KK, I see Kieran above having a cup of tea with Tim O'Malley, the player you mentioned. So I think he's really got under the bonnet with these fellas, what goes on in there and what's going on outside of work and life and hurling. And they're playing for him. And fellas like Jack O'Connor and these fellas are revelling in the role and they know maybe the fate, these fellas are going to bestow a bit of faith in me and they're going to give me my chance I and I'm going to come good. There has, there has, sorry, no, like, okay. But. In, fair, in fairness, like, with the sharp puck out when it didn't work in the league and they went back to it, like, there's a nice mix there now of long and short and like, knowing what the opposition are doing. Like, I, I, I think that they're getting that right. And that's going to be an interesting Mandela, like in terms of Will Limerick give him the puck out? Like, will Will Limerick push up and do that full press? Well, oh, you know, I just heard Niall Moran on on uh, game on, and Niall Moran said I expect Limerick to go after straight from the, like like unlike Limerick gave the puck out to Watford, that they might shove completely up and say to Patrick Collins, "Puck it out, so." Yeah, but, but what I'm saying to you here is, right, if, if you picture this, right, the Cork six forwards will stay up past the 45 yard mm. line, right? They'll try and create a gap in between the middle, right? Mm. The two midfielders will push back, right, to try and create the gap in between their half forward line and their midfielders, yeah. right? Right? Now, if you push up, right, and go for that full press, what I'm saying is the mix now of Collins being able to go along, right? And let's say you have a Shemi Hannity who can lift the siege mm. or potentially a Dara Fitzgibbon maybe sitting in the number 12 position. And maybe William, I don't know who has to go with his man then. He has to go with his man then. Yeah. So I, I think that, that piece will be critical. And I think early doors here, like I was predicting the last day of Limerick and Waterford that we could be had the best first quarter in the championship and it turned out that way. Mm. I think the first quarter here could be very tactical. I think it could be slow. I think you could see a bit of ball going back. I think you could see they try and work each other out. I think, I don't think we will have, I don't think we'll have the blistering open quarter here. Yeah, I, but I, I would say, TJ, you'd have to, like, Limerick, that first game, I was critical, I suppose. I didn't think they were great. I yeah. think incrementally Limerick have got better and better. Like, I mean, obviously, the second half against Tip, like, you know, sure, look. <laughs> this, the third quarter, lads, lads. Like, if you're down, we've been in dressing rooms down 10 points at half time, and we'd nearly be saying, let's try and win the second half. Yeah. They're saying, we'll have this turned over by the quarter. By the water break. Yeah. Like, this is the belief. That's it. And I think it was brought on another step the last day. Yeah. And it hasn't hit peak even yet. Yeah. I, and look, that's why you said to Anthony, I felt that the, the Munster semi-final against Cork, I thought that they were actually comfortably hurling within themselves mm. on that occasion. 
I, I do think that the Cork probably have realised themselves. You've asked me how have they evolved since then. I think they probably went back and they analysed that game themselves and they probably looked at the mistakes that were made and said, you know what, lads, there's actually five or six points there that we could have got. The game would have been closer. Our spirits would have been a bit higher. We can go back to the penalty. That should have been scored. And look, we, we left two goals in. They was true. Like, I mean, this, the Kyle Hayes one was unbelievable. Like, there was three defenders between him and the goals and no one went out to meet him and to put pressure on him. Do you so. remember the way it worked out, Mark? Like, and is, I want to throw this out now to the three, like... Feel free. Is there any hurling team in the last, maybe Kilkenny, but I don't think they really even need it. Like, they're so game aware. Nicky Quaid is so game aware that Jermaine has put up four minutes injury time. The four minutes are up. He's looking at the clock like, sure, Tim O'Mahony hit a line ball, I think, that went wide for, right. for that puck out. That's right. He has just took off. Yeah. He has just bombed. He went long. That's right. He said, the time is up now, we've free shot at this. Yeah. Gillane fetched it. He hasn't even looked at Gillane, he just kept bombing. That's right, yeah. He knew he was going past him. Dun, 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 goal. Game over nearly. Like. Yeah, now, would there be any other team lads would have that? You know, we've a free puck out here nearly because whatever happens out of it is going to blow for yeah, half time. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I think they so have it they, over they, like they, this. They're, they're very fluid, like. The Limerick team are very fluid and they have great backroom staff. And Canuck, there's no doubt that the tackling sport is a big help to them. I also think that they are so confident now in their own ability that they can change it up and mix it up during the course of the game. What you're saying in, in that situation, maybe that was something that they had discussed in, in advance. Uh, this is going to be the last puck out. You go down and have a cut and you never know what's yeah, going to happen. Like, like. I'm, not, I'm not even saying it came from the sideline like, right, or okay. came from training. I'd say the communication is so good around that defence at yeah. the moment. Yeah. They are saying, you get out of the goal line here. If it goes over, it goes over. I'll deal with it. Yeah. Get up the field, Judas. There's only one puck out. Yeah. You might blow it. Yeah. Like he might have blown it. But I, I, yeah, so is it coming from the players or is it coming from the management and events? There's some. Mm. I would like. Sure, you have to give the management yeah. credit. But like, surely that is down as the players. And I thought my old team was decent at knowing. John, they'd read the old ref and they'd, mm. we had all, you know, bits of. I thought all mm. the teams probably that. I think this crowd have taken it to another level. Mm. But sure, none no more evidence than Hayes' goal against Tip in, in the semi final. 90% of the players going forward there would have even offloaded or done an early pass, but to keep going and to keep going. And it ultimately decided the game because it was so inspirational there was only going to be one winner. Are but that's players taken by this crowd. Oh, sure, that was the game over. Once that one mm. went in, Flanagan's won, you'll probably say it's yeah, over. but it was all over. Once that went in. But like, he probably just, I, I'm only thinking now of mm. what's going through. I'm the fastest man in this pitch. Yeah, why would like, I stop? Who's going, unless one of them comes <laughs> out to meet me and then... But that was Paddy Maher stayed with Jamie Fennigan, yeah, you know, because Jamie kind of made out the decoy and he wasn't going to let him pop. Yeah. And sure, all of a sudden, Carl Barrett said, oh, Jamie Mac, he's gone inside the 21, like, mm. and sure, like, what a score, then with the hurley turned upside down. Turn like, yeah. I hopped it twice off the ground, like, that's yeah. confidence, Don. Yeah, 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 big time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I, 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 like, and that's what I'm saying about the layer upon layer, about education, that's, oh, that's kind of happened over a period mm. of time, and, yeah, like, you get better smart. through that. The you longer get, you're with him, you get better. You get better, yeah. better yeah. No But, Dillo, if you're in the cock dressing room, this week of training, mm. and you know Limerick like you know them mm. right now. Like, is, is, is there is there something? Have you a joke? Right? Like, have you have you something? Have you a play? Have you have you a change? Have you something to throw here that could say? Well, I think look, the obviously starting chain is a a bit of a like it could be a game you know what I mean it was, yeah. a, it was a question I think you're unanimous but I would have gone I would have left him I would have held him and hoped to be in the game and then a springer <clears throat> I just think what Shani 
has alluded to all, like and, and what he said, like and you and you said it as well. They're layer on layer. Of I think Cork when they start getting on that roll, like and mm. they weren't overly impressive. And you're right, Johnny. Against Clare, they rode their luck a bit near the end. Probably should have seen it off that mm. bit five minutes earlier. But then rode their luck. Obviously, great save from Collins. Which I think another another little layer is his confidence and 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 that. And then Dublin. And you said it, TJ, probably did what they had to do with due respect to Dublin. You know, they got it back to four, but yeah. Nigel Leary, I think, how he got a point, pushed out five, Nigel Leary then yeah. came up from cornerback. It was game over then. Yeah, yeah. And then it was a huge Leinster. No matter what you say, we have said this all along this year, the Munster are stronger than Leinster at the moment. Yeah. I think that's borne out two years in a row. But still, Kilkenny, like, yeah. you know, and I think they, they just have gone on. Like, Jack O'Connor now is realising, TJ, I'm, I'm well able for this crack. I'm better than all these fellas. Mm. I, I, I don't need to be a bit player here at all. I'm the men. Yeah, I was going to say to Mark here, like, yeah. where, where's the balance for Cork really focusing on their own strengths versus looking at Keane Lynch, Kyle Hayes? Like, where, where, where's that balance? So if you get too caught up in Limerick, you're mistaken. Yeah, but like, Limerick are brilliant. Like, there's no point in me saying mm. otherwise now. Like, like, they are, like, they look bomb-proof now. You know, they just... You can't, I can't see any weakness in their team. Um, they're not going to give up a whole pile of goal chances because you can't get their half-back line outside the 45-yard line. So that's going to make it very, very hard. Cut up a few as well for them. Yeah, but like in general, the, the three half-backs will sit inside the 45-yard line. And it's you know what, give me no, look, they leave the boys out 70 or 80 yards and let them shoot from there like that. That is something that Cork will have to look at. Um, I suppose, look, we're away at the half-back line. Tom Morrissey got out here, like, I mean, they scored, was it, 12 or 14 points from play last year in the Ireland final? Like, mm. I mean, if we cough up those scores to them, you know, that's... Like, we, we, we're going to be in big trouble, like, you know? We've had this already, right? So, the, the match-ups, right? Mm. There's a couple we definitely know, right? Tim O'Mahony's definitely going to pick up Gord Hegarty. Yeah. Given. That's a given. Could, that's a given. They could change that up now. They, who, they, who, Limerick or Hark? Limerick. But they, you call it, which are half forward line. The half back line never called it. The half forward line have to call it. So, so Cadigan hurled Tom Morrissey mm. yeah. off the field, really. Tom's quite Tom a game. Tom's taken off 10 minutes in the second half. Yeah. So, he, so I, what strikes me about Owen Cadigan is he, he's the old style defender. He doesn't really mind mm. if he doesn't get two points in play and, you know, seven clearances. His man doesn't do much. He's happy. Like I thought when Walter Walsh came on him the next day, he wasn't wasn't getting any space. Like even he was, he was, he put him back straight away. Like he's an all-style raw defender, and he he. So if I'm Kylie, I'm throwing Tom Morrissey in centre forward. I'm saying, take Coleman out of centre back. So you know, I'm saying. Do you, bring, do you bring on Cadigan centre-backs on Crow Park and Tom Morrissey, you know, who's in way better form now, mm. who's back to his best, you'd say? Like, that's a big curveball. I, I don't think it is a curveball, Anthony, because I think if you're the Cork management, you'll be putting on Cadigan and Tom Morrissey wherever he goes. Okay. And it won't be an issue because Matt Coleman didn't play at centre-back against Kilkenny. Yeah, he really played but if you put Diego centre-forward, do you put Tim O'Mahony well, centre-back? Tim O'Mahony has played two or three years as centre-back. Of course he is, like, but so. he's never played as well as he is at five. Mm-hmm. This attack and threat enough, from yeah. five has been a new dimension. I think it's been hugely responsible yeah. for the three wins. Yeah, it's, well, it's part of it. It's part of the game plan. It's, it's the new that one of your halfbacks has to be bombing forward. Like and that. he has it. Like. But like, yeah. in coming back to the matchups, I think Cork will go six on six. They will pick out yeah, their men. That's, you know, we, we were forecasting Donoghue and Galan. Donoghue and Galan. Sorry, and just before you go away from that now, 
that to me is something that I think Limerick will definitely have to look up because I don't know who Brilliant. has had it on Galan. Will they try and get Galan off of Sean? I don't know who. How do you though? On the full back line, you know? I think I think Galan and Flanagan like they just play those roles exceptionally well. Yeah. I can't I, I can't see them change. Well, will Limerick try to get Galan off of Sean? I don't know. I don't think so. Right, fair enough. I don't think Galan Galan didn't play particularly well the first day. Like that's why you kind of really he was dropped for the most of final, but his form is way better now. No, Galan Galan or Hoggy. I think Will here last day. I thought he was good. Galan or Hoggy didn't score from play that day. But like But like Downey on on Shane Flanagan. So one of the ones that Cork could throw is could they throw Niall O'Leary onto Keane Lynch in a man-marking role and, and a little bit different to the Munster final. Could. They yeah. could. Who, who, they who could. goes back then? Well, they could McCormick on the basis of like trying to get Coleman as free as they can. I think Dara Fitz's form has been mixed to date. They'll need a big performance. Six to last day, I think, Johnny. Correct. Six to McCall Yeah, I just thought he was motoring as well this year anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's been a huge player for Cork over the last couple of years. Um, Donoghue and Dara Donovan do un- incredible work and they're so integral to the whole game plan that Limerick play and the unselfish stuff that Willow Donoghue does um, I'd say that stuff on him is off the wall you know off the wall I'd say Shani, and his energy level is I'm doing a small bit on him for some oh, yeah, day, right? Okay, right so I took clips from the games just this year and didn't go back Yeah. 5 minutes 26 I send up to Park once yeah Dela, you'll only get about a minute. Like obviously okay. that's yeah. I said we can't lose that. We can't but we this spent, was five. We spent Thursday fright fighting like that. This, this is all influential stuff, like small stuff as well though. Okay. Flicks, getting yes. back, hitting, yeah. clearing the rocks. You know, yeah. not not a free, like Mark is in the rock yeah, with the two rock, yeah. So, yeah. so Mark is so he comes in, shoulder to shoulder, he shifts Mark and TJ goes away with the ball. And the point I'm making, is it necessarily a matchup like TJ's asking who the Hula that? It's more can Cork put pressure on Donahue by getting Fitzy's form back. If Darren Fitz gets his form back, no, runs at him, he has that Rolls-Royce engine that when he gets going, pop pass or a finish, I think if Fitzy's form comes back and if we can get whatever way we can, and it could be with O'Leary going out on Keenan, it could be, get the ball to Coleman, get Coleman free and try and expose Hoggy inside with Dan Morrissey. That could be the little nugget that Kirk could try. There you go, we'll be, we'll be speculating all night. Um, yeah, but this is the big thing, Dale. I like that's. I mean, I was just thinking about the game. My whole week has been actually. How oh, with the six backs? Go, what are they going to do? Who's going to mark who? But man, the game was so it. fluid. Like Billy Ryan was kind of back. He went. To, he ended up on Rob, and then mm. he went up in kind of forward. Fellas are moving so much that no, sometimes you know he got four mm. points off him. You meet the boys on the field. I mean, Rob on the field. You say, Rob, he was only on for twenty minutes. Even though the paper will say number thirteen yeah. is back, he could have spent yeah. all the game. And again, like the Flanagan Gillan and, and Peter Casey. We saw the examiner on the Thursday morning. We knew we were marking each other. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I got five off Dale. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> you stopped it on Frank. You stopped it on Frank. Did you see that? <laughs> that was a hot day, that one. <laughs> but like, we all kind of agreed that Mark Coleman won't play centre-back on Keane Lynch. I, I, don't, I think he might. I, I think he might. I think well, they have, to, they have to get a handle on Keane. This, this, this is the game yeah, plan. So. Like, did, did it I well. like TJ's one. Well, I like that one, TJ. Yeah. I, like, I, I think he's onto something there. I, I just think they'll mark him with someone like O'Leary. Mm. Like in, in the semi final against Kilkenny, Jor O'Leary went centre back. Mark Corman went out right half back on John Donnelly. And Mark Corman left John Donnelly out the field. And Mark sweeped in across the half back line into the full back line. Because I think Cork felt they could afford to leave John Lee alone. You can't afford to leave Tom Morrissey alone. If they'll play with that, that means Cadigan goes centre-back on Keane Lynch. Mark goes... And then, I think, Conor Cahillan, if he's marking... 
Kyle Hayes on that side of the field will be asked to drop back in front of Tom Morrissey. That potentially, if that, and then that leaves O'Leary back in cornerback with Mark and Casey, and you don't have a whole pile of changes to your team. The gambling side of it would be Coleman goes back on Casey, which a lot because Casey will come out the field, and Limerick will want a two-man inside line, and Cork might take a chance. Okay, let's cough up a couple of points here to Casey, but we want Mark Coleman to be able to cut off maybe some of that ball coming across, and Niall O'Leary goes out in Keane Lynch, and you leave your matchups. Cadigan goes on Morrissey, Garrod on, on, on Higgity. The only, the only flip one there, I would say, is that they could leave maybe one of the midfielders free. And let's say if they played Conor Cahillan and maybe possibly Luke Mead in the middle of the field, they would help out with the centre-back rather than that, right? Yeah. So rather than leaving someone like a Peter Casey free, you might end up leaving maybe a Will Dunham. That's what they did in the first round where Jerry Mellorick was marking Will Dunham. So Huggy and Jack O'Connor are two up. Yeah. And, 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 uh, working from there then. Yeah. Like, Shane Kingston coming to Shane Kingston coming in. Yeah, Darifus Gibbon could be maybe along that half-hour line or maybe a little bit more forward. Yeah, might they play him centre? Fitzy? Yeah. yeah, possible. They could. They could. I, I listen, in another, sorry, in another curveball, who's, I know he's left half-back, who's going to mark Kyle Hayes? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you know Kyle Hayes. Imagine if Kingston got out the team. Who's going to pick up the ball? Kyle Hayes. The bombing forward, number seven. I remember it well. Isn't that totally like he's incredible? I know. But look, Jack O'Connor, they probably wouldn't have suited you either, I'd say. Would oh, Jimmy Mack, I'd be kind of a big guy. Frank! <laughs> <laughs> that was a regular one of mine. Frank! <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, could play, I could go back into O'Connor, handy enough, like, to be going Yeah. yeah. That was a different game, I'd say. I wouldn't do it. Jack, I'd give you a small, a small bit of a, a, a like little advice, Jack, yeah. Well. And a little bit of a warning to go with it. When we'll be fine, you know? Yeah. We'll have to start in the prayer. Yeah. Like, don't log. We've 48 of them. Let's tis, tis, tis magic to look forward, I, I suppose. Um, all year we've been um, looking at our fantasy hurling. Larry is normally the king. He's smiling over there. He looks out of it. The Kenyan looks gone this year, but it looks like it's only going up the road to Laura. And uh, we look at, this is the situation. Ken Hogan, uh, 12.53. Larry is there, but I think he isn't much of a captain left, is he? Gone. No captain. No captain. TJ. Outside chance. You'll be hoping Limerick to win and Hoggy to get 3 10. The captain gets double points. Do you know Hoggy's no goal scoring championship? There you go. Do you know what I mean? Might be Joe Big One, Johnny. Yeah, he's already got 6 to less. But it's an interesting point, though. Like, like his his leadership has. Like, your man is 3 9, Shane. Mark has Jack O'Connor 2 9. It, it is another dimension to cock hurling this year that there is a bit of, as well as he's oh, playing, huge, yeah. a bit of dependency taken off him. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, look, you get to a certain stage in your career too, you need. He's well, you been need carrying that. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. you know. And Dooney's almost getting there, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, we fancy Ken, but TJ, I think you might have an outside chance. And outside chance, yeah. Down the bottom again, although. Not off, I'm off the bottom. That is. Hoagie is definitely for the We've a new man for the wooden spoon. Oh, no. The wooden spoon is heading to Lachlan Gales. <laughs> And uh, Johnny, you have a team in this for next year, I said. <laughs> I, I show you the ropes. I, I, go, look at him. I won the league and I said, I will win the championship. <laughs> so, I said, but I made a few changes, then, like, and to your man, I'm up pesty now. Like, and job, I, I have Aaron Gillan as captain for the weekend. He's slippery. Ah, yeah, he's, he's good, he's yeah, good. Yeah. Lads, we'll, we'll, uh, 
we'll have to call it, I suppose, we're here in the park by the Lee, like, you know, and Tim just here on his own. I'm on the is over there as well. And there's, there's a Limerick cameraman there as well. <laughs> what do you mean he's on his own? Aren't you half a Limerick man? After Wallace left, so who's the fellow who brought all the young fellas through from Limerick? I'm going to ask you, as a neutral, where do you see the the most influential battle? Like, like which one, which is the one that Cork have to win? Cork have to win. I would nearly say Hoggy has to have a huge day. And I don't, I don't want to be adding pressure to a player I've admired so much for. But I just feel it'll need a kind of a Hoggy special day. And then the other lads kind of really growing off that and say, lads, this fella's winning his All-Ireland and we're going to... Like, you know, but that's not... Damarcy's very steady. Very steady. Like, he might... Damarcy might say, Hoggy can get four from play. Mm. And I can foul him once, yeah. and I still have a good day. Do you know which is like? This is the way the game has gone. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, back then, if so your man got four from play back in our day, you'd be so. Geez, I lost it from. Yeah. Do you know? I, yeah. And I, I just think that. And look, there's so many other ones you can pick out. I, I think the the Cadigan, Tom Morrissey one. Like the Mor- Morrisseys of a hand are proud people yeah, as well. Yeah, they yeah. know. They'll be saying, I don't care if he's named tonight. I ain't standing. <laughs> I was a contender for Huller the year last year. Yeah. So, do you know, and the Cadigans are too. Do you know, and the Douglas fans were huge the last day for Cox. So, yeah. yeah, look, it's, it's so many so many different things, TJ. I, 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 my, I'm going to call out, I, I, I think Limerick will win. I think the only chance Cork have, the chance Cork have is Limerick can be a bit of a shoot on site team, right? They get a the bit of space for Hago. For Morrissey, for Keane, uh, Armgillan over the shoulder once, right? And against Watford last year, in the middle of the winter, they flew over and it was just unbelievable to watch. Yeah. Now, the, 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 lim- the Munster semi final, the wides, like, the, you know, they all had two foot wides, three foot wides, a couple of long range frees. Like, I think if Limerick have an off shooting day, Cork have a big chance. But if Limerick kind of hit the 65%, 68 up, you know, percentage of their shots. It's very hard average to beat. in 224, I think, Dilla, which is like yeah. 30 points. Like, so it's, 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 it's very it, it'll takes, I think it'll take a bit of an off day. Yeah. Cork have improved out of all measure, let's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, w- I would say that. Huge credit to the Cork players and management. I think, I just think Limerick going to do three out of four. Yeah. Like, like, for me, Limerick have improved. Um, they have improved a, a fair bit, right? And I think they're still more in the tank from what they played against Waterford in the semi-final. I think Cork have improved immensely more mm. in comparison to what their form was in the start of the year. They strung three championship matches together. Victories. That's what you ask for, consistency. Consistency, consistency. And I think the players themselves have said that Dara Fitzgibbon was interviewed earlier on in the year and that's the word that he used as well. And Kieran has constantly used the word consistency of performance is what they want. Now they have got the victories... The other thing is the manners of the victories, Anthony, you know, six points up against Clare, were dragged back to be losing by a point, then went six points up again and nearly lost it at the end. That, that victory has, has given them huge impetus. I also think that um, the, Kilkenny, the Kilkenny match the last day, I think they will have improved significantly from that as well because their last quarter, and particularly their extra time, was brilliant. So for me, the momentum has gone with Cork. It's all red at the moment, two under 21s. With a small bit of luck, we might win the, the, the All-Ireland minor. And I can tell you, if, if Cork hurled Sunday the way the, under 21, the other 20s hurled on Wednesday night, I think we'll win. You're going with Cork. Fighting talk. 
But they need to hold. They need the two of them. They need to hold. The 99 stuff is breaking out. And and we probably will be listening. Like I think the Cochrane 17 team look particularly strong, right? Did you hear your man when he, at the homecoming after the few jars there? Yeah. And and he said. Well, we've four matches in nine weeks. No, they don't even. <laughs> we get matches in nine weeks. Or grand, we got a week off. <laughs> the rebel treble could be um, three, five, three and five days. Three and five days. Yeah, whatever it is. Um, this Corkness is definitely growing, and the wave, as Marky says here, is definitely, definitely a factor. Look, we are fortunate, you know. We have an exceptional team at the moment, right? And like, to even like from a limerick point of view, be talking about three in four years is just incredible like you, you, you need to be an exceptional team they've taken everything that's been thrown at them like day in day out different scenarios their on-field ability to think and change and just find a way is incredible it's difficult to see this team getting beaten by Cork I think at the moment Cork are improving but I think we're still ahead of them I think we're still ahead of the curve I do think it's going to be tight and tactical Dello. I think the first quarter could be very tense I say it could be cat and mousey I think that there will be a lot of mind in possession you could see a little bit of Cork stuff as I said at the back being played around it'll take time to open up there might be a small bit of a fear factor from Limerick that if you do a full press that you could leave yourself a small bit exposed that'll be the interesting piece for me but look I, I, I've said already that we will wipe the Corkness off this for that and oh. we'll win by three points on Sunday three yeah Jeez, three I thought, was mm. a I thought he was going to say they're covering a handicap in here <laughs> no tense game no, it's, it's, it's good Cork team plenty of pace there Sean my friend uh, mm-hmm. after the Grand Parade is that where you bring it back to us it? it's <laughs> so long since you brought it back I can't remember <laughs> <laughs> Will he be on the blow notes? Right there. He wouldn't watch this. He wouldn't lower himself to watch this. He's putting teeth at the moment. He's no. on. He's putting his own. Well, come here. Um, will it be going back to the Glen Clubhouse that night? No, up to Hoggy. Yeah. Will he be bringing it up Blackpool? Um, we have a, look. We have a ferocious chance. Um, um, my fear is when when TJ asked about different players that could decide Gareth Hodegarty could decide it because I think his form has he's still been integral in loads of ways pop pass to get he's out for the goal but he's due a big game mm. and despite the two or sorry in addition to the 224 or whatever that TJ said they're averaging imagine getting an informed uh, Gareth Hodegarty back on top of that so that would be my fear got to keep him quiet and keep him out of the game look all of the finals have a funny thing have a funny um um, they do funny things and sometimes players that you don't expect to come alive do things you've got your 40 years ago for, for Kilkenny and you had Walter Walsh when he burst on the scene with 1-3 Mark O'Leary well Fergie Tui yeah Curry got 3 or 4 did he 4 low scoring one like yeah. a day like. no I'm not saying what I'm saying though is that it could be a marquee player that does that yeah. not maybe one of the lesser lights I have a feeling it could be a hoggy that does it I think it's made for him um, and I'm not saying this isn't putting any pressure because that guy doesn't do pressure. I really think he could alive, com- could completely alive on Sunday, and he could be the deciding factor. I'm pitching for Cork slightly, point or two, on the base that he comes alive. But TJ's point is so valid. It's been so hard to do back to backs. All the teams in the last couple of years, the Tipperaries, the Galways, they couldn't do it. These fellas were very unlucky not to do it. Be honest, in '19, they're on the cusp of greatness. They genuinely are. It's not just. You know, giving them lip service. It's been an exceptional couple of years. Right, two is great, no, not three. Two is great. Well, you were lucky in '96. Well, I think what's been a little help there, lads, has been the whole COVID. Like the last one was one in December. Yeah. We're here in August. The other one is to be won yeah. nice and quickly again. Like, yeah. do you know? Yeah. I think it's been a bit of a help. Fair point. Do you know the Fair quick point. turnaround? Yeah. They got a break. Yeah. You know? I think if Cork get the quick ball of Portugal going quickly, 
get it into the danger zone quickly. Don't get sucked into this dangerous or this kind of attritional physical game. Move the ball quickly. They have a great chance. Easier said than done. Yeah, so, it's so it's hit and run. And I'm not telling him what your hit and run is about. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Declan Hannan, Dello, he's having his own private conversation. Declan Hannan has an opportunity to do something beyond yeah. the beyond. Something yeah. that was only unbelievable. Ringy. Only, only ringy, ringy has ever done. Yeah. So, yeah. great opportunity yeah. for Limerick. And as I said, just, just, some, just fortunate to have an exceptional team. Yeah, great captain as well. Uh, great Cam, captain. Cam and just the way he plays that role. Yeah, the last yeah. Yeah. Only we didn't though. see him up the field as often. Massively, uh, massively important player to set up like. Yeah. 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 Great forward in these days. Why wouldn't he go up yeah. the field? You know, so, yeah. It's a sign of all the Limerick fellas. Well, you can play One Marco, you, you have a few announcements. Oh, just, just, no, just a couple of things. The killer golf classic. Is that over? No, it's actually first, second and I have a team going in if you want. Team three? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The Lechi Club player? <laughs> Dodgy? I can find out myself. I come down for the apricots. You're more than welcome. And all couple of clubs, uh, Passage West GA Club have been on. They've done the All Ireland Hurling Predictor Quiz last year, so they're on again this year. Uh, we'll put up the, the information there. Maybe Larry might do it. And also, um, I was contacted during the week as well from I Douglas and St James's Outfield have um, a draw for Winner Gaff, as well as called in West Cork. Uh, Danny O'Keefe from Bandon has won the two tickets, Dela. And he's getting a night in the Hilton Hotel as well. Ooh. But there also is um, a house actually in the draw as well. So that hasn't been drawn yet. So they're just trying to give it a plug there. Um, so we, we'll get that information up again. We'll give all the, the days before the podcast taking calls from various <laughs> fundraising committees. <laughs> now, come on, are you doing a pod? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah, which was fair play. So yeah. we, have we, Rafe, have we two tickets there? What's the story there, right? Two tickets. There you go. Flash it up there, lads, will you? So, when of a pair of... Roisin I can't see it with the camera. Condon. Roisin Condon. Yeah. We don't know where Roisin's from now, but we'll show we'll, uh, Roisin, is, 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 is uh, well she, done. Is, is she a cork? I don't know, Condon. She could be Limerick too, Condon. Yeah, yeah, Debbie there, Debbie there. The pure seed was Condon. Yeah, well. yeah. We don't know. Tom, Tom Condon. Tom, Tom, Tom Condon. Nakadari. Tom Beckett. Tom Beckett. Rafe, you drew them out yourself. So well done, well done in there. Small little victory for Limerick down here tonight. Lads, been a pleasure, I suppose. We're about the hour and three quarter marks, which is good for us, Shawnee. And I suppose, look at it, enjoy it. You, you have more of a vested interest in me, but I, I'm on duty and I, I'd be calling it, so right, okay. the, suit, the suit is collected, Marco. Are you so. looking, yeah. In fairness, though, you're after losing a few pounds, you're, I'd say you're after... Uh, you're saying that for less than months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're after a week in the hints now, Jim. The grub was good up there. Put the book. We'll be hoping there's no hay bales on the road and stuff on the way up on, uh, on, on Sunday morning. And, no. Myself and Tyson, and someone driving the truck. You were driving the truck, yeah, yeah, you're okay. Those bales are delivered. Once you pass Mitchell's you'll be safe enough. Yeah, the cock crowd will be just joining you there at that point. Go yeah. on, we're going up to Sully for a pint in, in Clancy's. So, Absolutely. Um, Sully's here we come. And Mon Monty, your old buddy, Monty. Monty, sure, and Sully's, Sully's the men around Clancy's, but Sir Monty, uh, two great clearmen down, keeping the old thing going here on Cock. Yeah, 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 mighty men. So... Let's, uh, to all our listeners, just thanks so much. Uh, we'll see you again on Monday. Um, 
the, the interest in, in the podcast has been just blowing us away. So, and we are only talking like we will above in Clancy's now in a few minutes. So, um, thanks a million and have a great weekend. Enjoy it, whether you can get there. If you can, you're privileged. If you can't, still make a day of it. Enjoy it, sit down. And it it's, should be a bank holiday, the Monday after every Ireland hurling final. Sorry for the football crew on the podcasts, Paul Rose, etc. Thanks, guys. With Renault, passion for what drives you. Official car partner of the GAA. A grain of rice. A grain of rice. It's going to tip the scale. Just remember that, then. There's a small bit of a needle there. Come on. Mayo, you've got to get Andy Moran into the game. Our mission was to show that we're not. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.